Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Hey! Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe. That is Jelly Roll Johnson. What? I mean J-Dubs. Where would you even get that nickname from? It's silly. <laughs> Come on into the Hideout. Don't just sit there. Your opinion matters here. So uh, pick up a phone. Hmm. 407-916-1041. 888 That's toll free. And star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. If you prefer to type... Uh, our AOL Instant Messenger is Real Radio Hideout. When he's not chatting with uh, hot babes online, he's producing the show. His name is Tommy Bateman. Uh, Chunks mans the talk and roll controls, and he is the star of RealRadio.fm, the website. And Hooch and Putin pretend to do something um, for four hours a night. Mm-hmm. I think it's just stare at their cell phones. Checking the time. They have a timer going. So, uh, but that's why they were here. Again, they're going to turkey at home. Again, 407 916 1041 and 888 978 1041. Lord knows they're not coming up with funny or interesting game shows. <laughs> that's not happening. Or content. <laughs> For some reason, it cracks Matt up, which I like. And they barely answer phones. So, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, J Dubs, let's start with the Hideout 7. Seven questions we would like to get answered before 11 o'clock on this fine Thursday evening here in Central Florida. Um, what's the huge sports news no one cares about? I guess something big happened, and it really doesn't matter to most of uh, America. Mm-hmm. Very um, niche. What is Chunks' stun idea? Chunk says he needs to leave for a little while tonight to go do something. He has a stunt? Uh, a stunt, a bit, something. All he did was he came to me and he goes, I, I would like to leave for a little while. And Forever? Go, I wish. Uh, I'd go out and do something, and uh, I got an idea. So he's going to leave for a little bit tonight to do a stunt. Apparently. If you end up over uh, downtown having a drink, you son of a bitch, I'm going to punch you. Yeah. Yeah, if the stunt is shots, then no. We had an amazing time with Miller Lite Friday night. I have an idea. I want to go downtown and eat a plate of pasta. I thought it was eating other people's food. Ah. Oh, yeah. All right, we could talk about it for two seconds. Yeah. He he ended up eating my cousin, Peanut, who came to visit about a month ago, ended up eating her Chinese food. Hot. Today... He eats the food of another intern from another show. Yeah, yeah. From the Shannon Burke show, White Boys, uh, Jason's Deli. He ate it. 
He uh, saw a bag of Jason's Deli sitting in the office and figured, hey, there's a sandwich sitting right next to me. I don't think I have to ask anybody. I'll have to see if uh, anybody uh, has ownership of that sandwich because it is from Jason's Deli and probably costing someone money. I don't have to see uh, if anybody owns that sandwich. I can just eat it at any time. So, um, at some point, he will have to make good the white boy for it. Mm-hmm. But not tonight. Unless that's a stunt for tonight. But he told me about the stunt before he actually ate the food. Why is Douche Chill Derone bringing in chicks tonight? Douche Chill called me. Apparently last night we did the um, that test, the asexual, mm-hmm. bisexual test. And it kind of uh, leaned towards him probably being gay, if anything, but we still think he's probably asexual. We showed him pictures of dudes and chicks, and his reactions were the dudes are muscular. And glistening. And the chicks were disgusting. And please get that picture away from me. So... He said he wants to bring in one to two girls tonight. I don't know why. I don't know if he's going to prove to us that he knows girls or what's happening. But uh, Deuce Childerone, who I guess is, in a way is a, a producer, somewhat. Lord knows he's been producing a lot lately compared to uh, <clears throat> everyone on the other side of the glass. Um, can you identify real warning labels uh, compared to fake ones? Apparently somebody has a game show they want to play with us. What did we notice about the media coverage of today's terrorist attacks in London? Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a second. And uh, I actually have a few comments on it. Just some just some things that I noticed. Observations. Uh, about, the, about the British, first of all. And then secondly, the media coverage. Because Dubs and I have two completely different ways of looking at it. Yeah, we had two different vantage points. I don't have cable anymore. So I only watched what was on network news, mainly in the morning. And I watched nothing but CNN. And you watched the 24-hour networks. Mm -hmm. So uh, we do want to get into that for a second. What's getting more money from the government? Halliburton or the president's hydrogen fuel initiative? It's going to be an easy answer, but uh, we will share that with you. And also, too, uh, finally, J-Dubs. Something you brought to my attention. Mm-hmm. Would Judge Judy be a good replacement for retired Justice O'Connor? You know, it, it's an inter- interesting question that I don't think anybody serious would have brought up, but it seems like someone has. Uh, a, a columnist for the Washington Post thinks that Judge Judy actually would be a good replacement on the Supreme Court Justice. All right, why? Um, well, she sees straight through the BS, that's what he says. He says that, yeah, that she sees through the BS, and uh, that is a judge for him. And he says, I am serious. So he actually would like to see Judge Judy up there uh, making big decisions for us. All right, why why Judge Judy over, over Judge Joe Brown, over Texas Justice, over Judge Hatchett? Was it because Judge Judy was kind of the first, other than the People's Court, I suppose? Yeah. The one that really made the mark? Well, she's the the first, like, really big, uh, hey, this is named after me. You know, uh, I'm Judge Judy, and I am, you know, just a hard-ass woman. All right, so if Judge Judy was a replacement, playing what if? Because who knows? It, <laughs> it actually it could happen. I talked to my friends in D.C., word from inside the Beltway is that Rehnquist is retiring, too. Ooh, so, so maybe, would... uh, maybe Joe Brown does have a chance. So there will be two vacancies 
and there's going to be a showdown. That'd be great if it was just nothing but TV judges getting in there. At this point, why not? Who's that uh, that boxing referee who did a judge show? For Miles a Mills Lane. Mills Lane. Oh, Mills yeah. Lane. Yeah, him too. They're better than all of them at this point. I figure a judge is a judge is a judge. Yeah, and I. Or they're supposed to be. He also said he doesn't know if she is Republican or Democrat, but you know it, it doesn't matter. She seems like she's shoot straight from the hip. All right, so if Judge Judy somehow ended up on the Supreme Court, what's getting taken care of? Well, everything, I think. I think, you know, she would uh, tackle a lot of the big issues that need to be tackled right away, like, uh, you know, getting deadbeat boyfriends to stop living off their uh, white trash girlfriends. Okay, I don't think that's anything for the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, it is. Are you telling me that's what's going to happen now? Well, I mean, among other things, that's one thing that you would really like to focus on. So, because the Supreme Court gets to pick and choose mm-hmm. what cases it's going to see. So they'll see a lot of the uh, the small claims courts uh, cases. So it's going to be uh, down at the Supreme Court, landlords not fixing their tenants' leaky roof? Yeah, I think that's something big that they're going to tackle, and they want you know roofs to be kept well by the landlords. I and... think they just do a whole bit of uh, divorces. And that's all they that's all the Supreme Court justice uh, do now. You know, maybe they she tackles some uh, cheating husbands spending a lot of money on their mistress. By the way, have you noticed this lately? Where now like Judge Hatchet is on before Girlfriends, which I watch. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing paternity tests on these judge shows. They should. Is that what's gonna happen at the Supreme Court if Judge Judy gets in? You are the father, Ranquist. Right. I knew it! Oh, no, hell no. That don't mean nothing. That's my prince. <laughs> Tracy. I wear my crown. Tracy, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hi, I just want to tell you something, that Judge Judy and Judge Mills Lane are husband and wife. All right, let's do no, that. No, they're then. not. They're not. Yes, they are, I swear. It was the other guy who was the host no, of People's Court. No, Judge Mills Court. Lane and Judge Judy you're are an both idiot, husband and wife wrong. in real life. All right, hold on a second. She's wrong? How do you know she's wrong? Because I I know everything about stupid TV shows. It was the guy who was the host of People's Court before the chick they have on there now. Uh, Mayor Koch? No, Jerry Scheinland. Judge Judy Scheinland. Shame last name. Hmm. Married. I think it's Lane. I believe Tracy. <laughs> Until you prove otherwise in this court of law, the hideout. Why would you go with a dumb bitch over me? <laughs> because she has a better attitude. I don't know. They both seem a little on par. I'm, I'm They're excited. married. I'm excited about Judge Judy. I want them to be married. That way, we could, if uh, Rinkwist did retire, we'd have the first uh, husband-wife team on that Supreme Court. I would like that. Judge Judy tackling the big issues on the Supreme Court. I'm looking forward to that. You know, maybe uh, she tackles the fact that neighbors don't keep up their lawns and uh, lower property value around them, and she wants to. Make it that, you know, cut that out of the equation totally. You have to mow your lawn. Or it could be where we see your sister and your mom in front of the Supreme Court for uh, people living in their parents' house rent-free at the age of 35. That could happen, too. People not paying their uh, their parents' rent. Paul, you're in the hideout on Will Radio. Hey, uh, Judge Judy's married to Jerry Shadlin, the guy that was... Uh just before Marilyn Million. And she's hot, too, by the way. And I still believe... Oh, Mary? Oh, yeah. I still believe Tracy. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> See, I'm starting to lean in the way of Bateman now. 
after that call. It's uh, starting to tip the scales. Mills Lane isn't really a judge. No, he's a referee. He refereed boxing. How did he? How did he become a judge all of a sudden? I just thought he did a lot of stuff. Yeah, he wears a lot of hats. And that thing he did with his nose before every fight was to uh, say hello to his wife at home, who's not Judge Judy. That uh, that tap on the side of his nose and pointing. Yeah, I actually I heard, love that. I actually heard that meant Judy in sign language. Maybe in Mexican sign language. It's. I don't think it's different. Hi, what is that? Is sign language uh, universal? Yes. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I don't know if it, you know, because I don't know how old it is, if it if it's different from region to region. Why would sign language be different? Because... Are there different dialects there's in different, sign language? There's different uh, languages. English isn't the only thing people speak. Why would you think uh, that it's sign language... It's sign language. It's one language. How How do you know? Yeah, I mean... Like, like the English language... What? I remember when I was in school, it was uh, you could take American Sign Language. That was the class you could take is American. I so. knew it. I mean, again, you're wrong. How? Just because uh, you you agree with Bateman. I'm telling you, there's no different dialects. And About I, anything? Well, by the way, sign language is not uh, universal. Kaiser, you're not. Why are you wrong twice now this this segment? Yo, what's up, fellas? What you got, Kaiser? Hey, uh, Judge Judy's really in the Supreme Court? She could be. She uh, could be. Yeah. The same lady that says, I'm the boss applesauce, and all those little <laughs> things about her being so high and mighty, well, and better I mean, than everybody else who walks in. A Washington Post columnist is putting her up there saying that she should be the next Supreme Court justice. Which I'm excited about. I'm excited about her, you know, uh... Determining how maybe a trashy family could split up the phone bill? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm excited about that. Or maybe, you know, her uh, determining if a guy has to pay the rest of his car payment that was made on a verbal agreement. Supreme Court, doing it upright. Amy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi, I just had an um, answer for your question about sign language. Yes. Um, it's not a universal language. Every country has their own version of it. Um, and just like we have accents across the nation, there are different sort of dialects to it. Thank you. Um, even within the one nation. Thank right, you, you. You know what? That is the stupidest thing that I've ever heard. Why? What's the point of having different signs? Well, it's, because they were created uh, in different areas, so people learn different things. All right, I'd like the president to take this up. I think they should be talking about this at the uh, G8 summit. Making sign language universal. Well, he would like to make the English language uh, universal, so maybe all that will work out together. Doesn't that seem moronic? Why? I think that, if anything, that would be, sign language would be the perfect thing to make universal all over the world. You would think that would uh, work out uh, pretty easily. You'd be able to start to change everything with that, but it's hard to teach old dogs new tricks. Dogs can't do sign language. No, but old people can. They, well, they can't do it. They understand it. Really? Yeah, like, there's certain commands, like, like the thing I'm doing right now means sit, let's lie down. It depends how you teach them, though. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's the same as if I was signing to a deaf person. But Is they dog understand. language universal? Yes. God damn it, I need to be right once this segment. <laughs> Otherwise, I have no credibility as a host. <laughs> That's not true. I used to speak to my dog in German, and it would understand me. 
All right, I just feel crushed. Crushed. They teach police dogs in German now, too. So that way, like, a suspect can't say, like, heal or sit, and it'll listen to him. Jawohl! Yeah, you have All to know right. the German version. Sehr gut! Let's take a break. We'll come back. Farfik Nuken! I think it's I think it's the stupidest thing in the world for sign language not to be universal. Kaiser Road. It's the Hideout Road Radio at 04.1. So your idea of a bumper music with a theme for Judge Judy is Judith from A Perfect Circle? Yeah. Get it? I'm sure her real name's probably Judith. All right. I'd be pissed if this wasn't A Perfect Circle. Uh, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Tefe and Dubs. I, I, you got to forgive me just for a second because I am a little bit thrown off. Why? That sign language isn't universal. I didn't, I didn't imagine it would be. Is Everything is derived from different areas, you know, and that's how it grows. Let me ask you this. Is Braille universal? Braille is new enough that it might be. But I would, just out of uh, just out of the sake of argument, I'd say no. Probably not. It's new enough to be, but I would say maybe not. No, it can't be. That would drive me insane. Why? What, if uh, Braille wasn't universal either? Mm-hmm. What are we living for? You aren't blind. I could end up being. I got to learn different uh, versions of Braille. No, because you aren't leaving America. Maybe. Oh, could you imagine how awful it would be? Have, we, have, we, have you decided whether or not you want to be blind or deaf yet? Deaf. Me too. I think I'd rather be deaf. Think but, of how many more chicks you'd find attractive if you didn't have to hear them. But then everybody's attractive if you don't have to see them. No. Because how many times have you seen a hot chick and then she starts talking to you and nagging you and you're like, oh, shut up, I hate you. Yeah, if you just have to rely on personality and no looks at all, personalities kill every time, you know. they don't. They, you rarely find a good one. So if that's all you're relying on... If Braille isn't universal, then I think I'd rather be deaf. It seems like too much work. Being blind, you can't play video games anymore. You can't, now you can't enjoy a movie either way. No, nah, that's not true. You could read, read a movie. Yeah. yeah, you could still see the pretty colors. <laughs> that's really why we go to the movies. Hippie, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, love the show, by the way. Thank you. Um, just to let you know, it is true. Dogs do understand sign language. My ex-wife taught at a school for the deaf, and they had a deaf Dalmatian that would come when you called it hello, dog. Wow. And it would know the difference whether you were just saying hello, dog, and walking by, or you were calling the dog hello, dog. Okay. Now, what about what about Braille, though? Do you know anything about Braille, Hippie? Yeah, I had a friend of mine who was blind. Braille, as far as I know, is American. Um, at least the, the language that Braille here is based off the English language. So it might be different? Yeah, it could be. Um, I know that there's a standardized American Braille as well as there's a standardized American sign language. Oh, my goodness. But there's all different kinds of sign language. All right. Well, thank you, Hippie. Appreciate that. Wow. All right. 
Nick's Ball 99 says Braille was started in France. <laughs> what was that about? Suck it, Blue. Stop giving out my screen name. <laughs> Damn it. Idiot. And let me ask you this. Now I think about it, maybe bra- if Braille, I think, would be easier if you're, like, Chinese. Yeah? Because of symbols. And, and is it, isn't it Chinese or is it Japanese where it's symbols? I think it's maybe Japanese, right? I think yeah. it's both. Both? I think so, man. And Korean. I think I'm moving to Asia. Asian chicks are hot. They are. They like some hot things, if you know what I'm talking about. That language Top is girl. hot. com over 18, if you want to know what I'm talking about. Carl. They like a hot Carl. Uh... In fact, we have some buddies who are in Seattle, some radio buddies. And they're like, dude, a lot of hot Asian chicks up here. Yeah. Lucky. Tracy, what's up? Hey, hey Tracy. Mm-hmm. This is Tracy. I just called you guys about the Judge Mills Lane thing and the uh, uh, Judge Duty that uh-huh. they're married. Right. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to say something, though, because uh, you said that, you know, when you date a chick and stuff, that they get real lame and they don't let you play video games and everything. Okay. Oh, that's, that's crap. I I buy my boyfriend. I bought him PlayStation 2 for his birthday. I buy him all the games. I buy everything for him. Now, let me let me say this, Tracy. A uh-huh. lot of girlfriends start out that way because they think that's a good end. Oh, I can sit here and read the magazine, or maybe I'll talk to my uh, dude while he's playing video games. We don't want you talking to us while we're playing. And they come to resent it. Yeah. After a while. Like, when I was married, my chick bought me. You know, she would buy me my video game systems and then come to hate them because I would constantly ignore her. Well, yeah, I'd, I'll be sitting there uh, playing a video game. My girlfriend will say something to me, and I'll just tell her, wait till halftime. I'll give you some time then. You get three minutes. Say whatever's on your uh, mind. Yeah. What chunks? Now, uh, Dubs, does your chick understand that uh, Madden Day is like a very sacred day? Does she, has she oh, gotten yeah. used to it yet? Oh, yeah, definitely. When Madden comes out, that's like Christmas for me. Isn't that like August 6th or something? 9th. Ninth? Mm-hmm. God damn it, that's three extra days we gotta wait. Alright, Drop says this. On the whole blind versus deaf debate, mm-hmm. at least if you were deaf, you'd never have to listen to Hooch's stand up again. True. <laughs> but that's something that's gonna be in my mind forever. I wish I was deaf last week. I was at Slow Low trying to grab a steak knife and uh jab it into your ear? Yeah, pop my eardrums. Hey Hooch, it went over very well. Yeah. By the You're way, great. you can see the pictures of Hooch getting tomatoes thrown at her on RealRadio.fm from the live gig. All right, I had all these judges, because we were talking about judges, TV mm-hmm. judges replacing for the Supreme Court. All right, Absinthe Coma sent this. TV judge quotes, You're the boss, Applesauce. That's Judge Judy. <laughs> Jesus. Let's get it on. Mills line. Uh, do you want to guess these? Yeah. Jumping Jetsons okay? <laughs> Texas Justice. Joe Brown. Ah. Sounds good to me. That's pretty. I don't know. I don't want to watch this show enough to see if that's really it. No. Nah, who is that? Joe Brown. Joe Brown. Get over it. Who says that? Say Texas Justice again. Judge Judy. God damn. You're full of baloney. Judge Judy. Yeah. You need counseling. Joe Brown. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. I'm telling you, I just watch Hatchet. Because it's on before girlfriends. How is Hatchet? Eh, it's awful. <laughs> I like Judge Joe Brown. I think he's pretty good. He's funny. 
I'm always ashamed to be from Texas. Like when I see what other people think of Texas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that the Texas justice is just stupid. It's really moronic. George W. Bush. What mm. uh what is Texas Justice? I don't even know if I've ever seen it. I don't even know. Is it only in Texas? I can't even watch it. No. And did we find out if Braille's universal? Yeah, we're looking at it right now. I need that immediately. Well, at least you can look at it. Because I have to decide whether or not I want to be deaf or blind. And my decision is going to be weighed by that. All right, quick break. We'll come back. we got a lot to talk about, J-Dubs. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on today. There's a lot going on, actually. Uh, very quick break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio with a 4.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, all right, so here's uh, here's what happened. I moved the TV into my bedroom, mm-hmm. finally, and I fall asleep to the television, and I just find that I sleep better when I have noise. I don't know why it is, but I just do. Were you one of the kids that had to have like a fan on when you were growing up? Yeah. The, the kind of fan noise to fall asleep? In fact, whenever the air conditioner would kick, I could only fall asleep when the air conditioner kicked on. Oh, really? You know, somehow, sometimes it turns on. It's a little soothing. To regulate. Mm-hmm. So I, I do. I need noise to fall asleep to, whatever it is. So uh, last night I fell asleep to something. And what's so funny is that in the middle of the night, this is the stupidest thing I do, in the middle of the night, I usually fall asleep to, like, Channel 18, mm-hmm. I guess, watching, like, Seinfeld and uh, a 70s show and Becker. By the way, I love Becker. comes on at 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't know why. I, I love that show. I think Becker was the last show where the uh, main character smoked in it, and no one really cared. It could be. I'm not sure about that. But whatever the case, so I fall asleep, and I wake up in the middle of the night, and infomercials are on. Yeah. So I always change it because even if I'm sleeping, I don't want to sleep to the sound of an infomercial. <laughs> I change it to Channel 9, which I think at like 2 or 3 does the ABC News all night. You know, just mm-hmm. they just do a kind of a little, you know, a national news thing, and it's very relaxed and, you know, whatever. So I'll fall asleep to that. So I wake up this morning, and um, like 8 o'clock, and I'm waking up to the breaking news of the terrorist attacks yeah. in London. And my first reaction is, oh, I have somebody very important to me who's in Washington, D.C. I need to call them because they they ride the metro every morning. And I want to let them know what's going on. You know, maybe they haven't heard about it. Just because your first reaction is it's starting over there. Who knows? It could happen over here. And then once everything, you know, happens and, you know, that conversation's over with, I begin to actually watch and soak in a little bit uh what happened over in uh, in London this morning i guess the latest i'm trying to find it right now i believe it's 45 people dead yeah when i was watching it this morning it was at 33 but they said that's definitely going to go up all right Cindy, do you have a question before i get into this what's up no i just i just wanted to know if um you guys are too poor to afford cable television that's why you watch all those crappy shows on television all right, first, late at night. first of all honey Honey, I'm not too poor to afford cable. 
Are you sure you can work down at uh, Chick-fil-A with her if you are? I love Chick-fil-A. I would work there just for the free food. <laughs> but, no, it's a whole thing. If I've been going through this whole thing, if I don't need cable. I genuinely find that I don't need cable. And I enjoy those shows. And I watch stuff that I normally wouldn't watch. But regardless, so I wake up this morning and I see this. And apparently, I think it's 40, 37, this is according to Yahoo, 37 people killed, uh, over 700 injured. I Jeez. guess there were four blasts in the underground, the subway, yeah. and then the one, tube. and then one in the um, like one bus. Yeah, I, I, I think it was a double decker bus. Yeah, something stuck out to me while I'm watching this. Okay, because I'm watching, I guess Good Morning America and then mm-hmm. the Today Show, and I notice everybody keeps commenting on the fact that the British were amazingly calm. They kept their heads about oh, during it. They didn't uh, freak out. Everybody kept saying how calm the British were during the terrorist attacks. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt Albert even writes me, the British are the most polite terrorist victims I've ever seen. <laughs> and I guess that's somewhat true. My question is, why do you think they are so calm? Because if something like that had happened here in America, people would have gone crazy. Well, I mean, it didn't even happen here in America, and people were freaking out. There was a lot of stuff that happened because of what happened over in London here. Well, my friend who rides the Metro in D.C. said they shut down the red line in D.C. for about 30 minutes, which, again, I can understand. You want to make sure, you know, everything. You have to take precautions, of course. Do you think, and this is just me, do you think that the British didn't go crazy, didn't panic, didn't fear for their lives? Because they, their media outlets, their business isn't to scare them constantly the way we're being scared here in America with our with our news. You know, normally I would say no, but uh, I was watching CNN. You were watching Network. Yeah, now I was watching uh, CNN, and what they were doing on there, uh, which was kind of frustrating to me because I wanted to hear more about what was going on over in London. Uh, they were talking about more of what we need to do and how this kind of wakes up America to say the to show you that we've been sleeping on the job and kind of got too relaxed, which isn't true because that didn't happen here. It happened over there, so we really haven't been sleeping on the job. Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to do, trying to uh, get people in a tizzy. You know, uh, I think uh, people really want to... Not people, but CNN and those type of types of places really want to scare people into watching all day long. Exactly. I that's what I genuinely believe it is. Yeah, chunks. And I think I think uh, going on what Dove just said, that's real disrespectful too. Because I imagine you know after September 11th that nobody was saying, well, what's going to happen in this country? I'm sure that they were probably completely focused on what had happened over here. Mm-hmm. It's very self-centered, I think, in the eyes of the international world. You know? And again, having gone to school, having taken journalism classes, I understand that you want to localize the story in yeah. some way, you know. But I think it's I think you're right on, dude. I think it's all about scaring people into watching all day long. Yeah, I mean, and I just, if they're if they're scaring people into watching all day long, they can scare them into thinking, all right, I need to keep on watching because they're going to give me tips on how to uh, survive if this happens. Over here, Tom, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Tom? Hey, Tom. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, I um, 
just on the subject of the British being calm, you know, you, you got to take it in context. You know, they didn't see it happening. I mean, their explosions happened in a subway, and it wasn't on national TV where when the, you know, on September 11th, you had, you know, the whole world watching the trade centers come down. No, no and you know, and that's a fair point. I mean, but, like, I mean, even people standing right outside where the blast happened, I saw them just standing there very calmly kind of looking. You know? And a lot of times, too, let me say this, panic can set in when you don't know what's going on and you're just hearing what's happening. Yeah. You know, that's, I to me... Yeah, that could be even more scary than seeing it all on TV. <sighs> you're hearing all this stuff, you uh, but you don't know exactly where it happened. When or... you, you hear something about, oh, wow, okay, there are, you know, certain subway stations or bus stops are being bombed, you know, and the word just begins to spread out. And Jax brings up a good point. The British are used to being bombed because it happened a lot with the IRA. And so maybe they had a little bit more training or just uh, kind of used to it. Something in, in America, we're not used to, you know, being terrorized like that. But let me ask, and this is a genuine question. I haven't heard anything about the British saying, all right, I want to give up my rights to feel safer. I, I just haven't heard a lot about that kind of stuff. And maybe it's because they were so used to this stuff from the IRA and they realize it's part of life and this stuff has happened before. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, it is just kind of uh, odd because I saw even uh, Rudy Giuliani was on CNN because he was over actually in London when all this happened. Yeah. And he said that he was very, just very... uh, what was his words exactly about it? He said he was very um, just inspired by London and how uh, the people handled it. Yeah, I saw it too. I think I saw the same thing like in the Drudge Report, the same the same link. Uh, Eddie, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's going on? Hey, how are you, Al? What's up? You know, I I I have a friend who um, was actually getting on a plane to go to London to visit her family today. As a matter of fact, her niece got off one of the trains that exploded as soon as she right after she stepped off of it. She was a doctor on her way to work at the hospital. But something about the British people that is different from us is they are proactive while we are reactive, and they spent their time, efforts, and energy into making sure that the people were taken care of. They managed to find two bombs that were unexploded. They took care of business that needed to be taken care of instead of flying in all directions our news media also is more to get a rise out of the people. It's it's almost entertainment based. I you know and I got to catch you because a lot of people want to talk about it. But I completely agree. You see every news promo, mm-hmm. and it's all about all right. I'm going to scare you into tuning in at eleven. Yeah, or it's terrible teasers or ten, whatever it is. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one in singular wireless phones. Is bottled water easy to drink? Yeah. Oh, especially during. Can you be safe? Two questions at hand. A. How were the British able to stay so calm? And as Americans, why can't we? Mm-hmm. And um, and the second question we'll come back with. It's the Hideout Row Radio one zero four point one. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Chef and Dubs. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
asking a couple things about the uh, terrorist ter- attacks today in London. This is the things that I noticed. Basically over the coverage. The British were amazingly calm. Mm-hmm. And why are they able to be so so much calmer than we are as Americans? And B, is the media's only job to now scare us? Because Lord knows they're not informing. Lord knows they're not telling us about what's actually going on in in D.C. with government or anything else. Yeah, because... It's about the latest fire. Well, you even said that uh, they shut down the metro for a half hour in Washington, D.C., and they never said anything about that. They uh, only uh, mentioned that they put uh, bomb dogs and uh, some uh, more, you know, uh, security down there. They never mentioned anything about shutting it down. Our buddies uh, Jonathan and Drew say fear equals ratings. It's that simple. I'm, I tell you what, it worked on me. I was glued to uh, CNN for three hours this morning. I just changed it over to Springer. Not a bad idea. Huh? White trash equals ratings. That scares me more. Adrian, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy your show, by the way. Thank you, buddy. Um, what you're talking about, the Brits, I grew up in Britain, and... And a lot of what you're saying about the media is definitely true. The media treats this kind of thing in a in a much calmer manner over there. But also, you've got to remember that these World War Two, these cities were bombed. They had the hell, hell bombed out of them back then by the Germans. There was blanket bombs. There was uh, fire bombing. London, Coventry, Birmingham, Manchester, and they just have to deal with it day after day. And a lot of people still remember that. Okay, so and what you were saying about the, the IRA is true, too. When I was growing up, we knew that if you were going into the city, especially at the weekend, you knew that there's a chance, if you're in a public place, there's going to be a bomb. If it's a train station or if it's a park or a restaurant, because it was a regular occurrence. And I think, I think people are just used to it. All right, let me ask, over there. Let me ask you a couple things since you, uh, since you grew up over there. Do the British uh-huh. journalists... Do they have less agendas and actually focus more on the real news? Do you think, well, or is it still... Changed, it's changed a lot over the last 10 years or so because it's gone a lot more sort of, uh, I don't know, there's a lot more cable and satellite and there's a lot more of the style that you get over here. But still, the, the uh, BBC especially, but the other broadcast operations over there, they they do seem to be more focused on sort of serious journalism and less on entertainment, I think. It's, it, that's what struck me when I came here. It's a, it's a big spectacle, the news, the news over here. Well, my one final question for our British listener. Uh, uh, what about people giving up rights or whatever? I mean, cause it, it, because it's something that the British have dealt with before... Um, like, did they, when they were, when this was first happening, did they go through the thing of, hey, give up my rights so I feel safer, or? I was, um, they've been through it all before. They've been through the same, exactly the same thing with the IRA and how much, you know, how many limits do you put on people coming in? How many rights do you give up in terms of stop and search for the police, in terms of increasing police powers? And they went through the debates and, that one thing that I noticed today, because I was listening to the BBC online and their coverage of it, when you've got politicians responding and you've got journalists and all these experts responding, one of the first things they, they pretty much all of them said was, the first thing we have to make sure is, A, that everyone's safe, and B, that we don't give up any of the rights um, 
that, that we have now, and any of the freedoms. And that was really one of the most important things that everybody was focusing on. That if you do that, then it's you know you you you're, su- much, you're uh, succumbing. You're succumbing to the uh, to the fears. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I would imagine. That's what most terrorists want to achieve: is, is you giving up those rights. All right. Well, hey, thanks for the insight, man. I appreciate that, Adrian. I guess it's just a thing if they've gone through it. They've been there, done that. Yeah, and it's kind of, hey, we know the drill. Let's get it done. You know, and here, I guess we're just now still dealing with that. I was, you know, I was impressed, I guess. And I was just, I, more than anything else, though, I was really, god damn the media here, man. You know, the media, the one thing that really pissed me off is when uh, they were talking about how this just shows us that, you know, we... Uh, we have been, you know, kind of sitting back and kind of getting too comfortable. And I'll tell you this: I haven't even turned on Fox News. I don't even know. I, I don't even want to know what they're saying because I can only imagine. I'm sure they're giving every scenario in the world that could happen to us right now, just trying to keep uh, the listeners over, I mean, the, the the viewers. Maybe that should be our new thing: is just scaring people. <laughs> it seems to work. Yeah, it really does. We try to do it with comedy and abuse. But maybe we we just... scare the hell out of chunks a lot. And that always works, and has, we have fun with that one. What hooch? I was going to say, um, along the lines of what that guy just said, that um, I noticed when I was in Cambridge Station one day, we were trying to find a trash can, and I was told by the British that they don't have trash cans in any of the stations there because they're afraid of bombs or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that uh, they've started checking that more over here now. I'll tell you this, too. When I went over, I've talked about my tour of Europe. And I do remember, and this was in high school, I was like 95, 96, and I got off the plane there at Heathrow, I guess it is, mm-hmm. in London. And I remember getting off the plane and walking around and seeing guardsmen with M16s. And just that being a shock to me coming from America in the mid-90s where you didn't have that. And now all of a sudden you're in another country and they got M16s at the airport and you're just like, wow. And... And then ironically, after 9-11, you go through an airport and that's what you had. And it was another one of those things of, hmm. Tom, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Tom? Hey, guys. A couple things. I think that the media has a lot to do with it because if there's not drama going on, if they can't find something to make drama about, then nobody's going to watch it. Yeah, and... Um, and I think I think you're right on that. There's got to be. I mean, there's only so much informing you can do, and then you have to start, you know, thinking of creative ways to keep your people around. Exactly. I mean, it, it goes from the streets we drive to the restaurants we eat at to the food we eat. It's it is everything. And I'm telling you, man, when I was taking journalism classes, every single one, the thing they beat into your head: if it bleeds, it leads. If it's a pretty fire, you run that footage first. And you know what? Here in Orlando, it's all it is. Mm-hmm. In D.C., it wasn't a lot of that. In Michigan, a little bit, depending on where you were. Actually, you know what? Michigan was a lot like here, how yeah. it is here. Yeah, Michigan was basically the same type of coverage. Because in D.C., if they covered every fire and shooting and stabbing, that's all it would be. Yet here, you watch the news for the first seven minutes of the local news. It's... Someone was stabbed. Someone was raped. There was a fire. There was another fire. There was a car accident. Someone was stabbed. And that's all. There was a drug bust. 
It's predictable. Every single night, the news here. And in every medium, quote-unquote, market. Mm-hmm. Here, mid-Michigan, West Texas, that's all it is. Be afraid. I mean, be, afraid. be afraid. Be afraid. Be afraid. Be afraid. You really can't blame them because uh, if they don't do it, they're going to get crushed by the rest of them. All right, we got to take a break. I want to know what you guys think, man. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. What happened to the good old days of the media being the fourth, uh, what do they used to call it, the fourth estate? And they were supposed to be in charge of the checks and balances? Wasn't it the fourth branch? I think it also, you could have called it the estate too, but yeah. All right, quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Half A and Dubs. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041. Any singular wireless phone. Got a couple guests right now. Ron and Patrick from thegoonies.org joining us in the hideout. Fellas, what's uh? How's it going, guys? What are you guys doing there at thegoonies.org? Uh, just finishing up the day. You know. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. That's that's a new segment we just started here in the hideout called the one question interview. You better get your information out quick. Too bad we didn't learn anything about the website. You finished up a day, yeah? Well, so did we. Thanks for joining us again, thegoonies.org. Uh, let's take more phone calls about um, the terrorist attacks in London. Save that one for mixtape. That could kill 30 seconds. Dave, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Dave? That'll be the island. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, how you doing? All right. Yeah, listening to what you guys are talking about, and I think an important factor that hasn't been discussed yet is geography. Geography? Oh, it's what, as far as uh, London and uh, Great Britain? No, the size of Central Europe and all of the different countries and all the different societies. If you take a map of Central Europe and put it over the United States, uh, you know, we may say we're going to go down to Miami for the weekend. Well, if you're in Europe, and you drive that distance, you're in two or three different countries. Yeah, I guess it's, I didn't think about that. That's, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, Dubs. It just... Yeah, it was just kind of very odd watching it and... Uh... You start looking at the coverage kind of critically, and it almost made you sick watching it. Are we part of the problem, you and me? I think so. Anything that could be a problem, we're a part of. Except for Goonies.org. We're, we have no part of that. Yeah, Tommy tells me we, ha- we have those guys on to talk to. And I go, what? Really? And I guess you... Wanted to do it some time ago, but we can't remember why or what. And for the life of me, I couldn't think why we'd want to talk to those two dudes. I don't know. They work for some production company also in California. Damn. My movie dreams are shot now. <laughs> Great. 
What are we going to ask him? What sequel are you going to do? Are you going to do a sequel to Tron? Are you going to make a documentary about that? I have no idea. I've never actually seen Goonies. You've never seen Goonies? Nope. So that definitely was not an idea of mine to book them. <laughs> was you want to find the rich stuff? Was that you, Chunks? No. I don't do work. Why the hell would <laughs> I want to talk to those two? I don't know. I just got this email from using thegoonies.org. Get these guys. You know what? I'm not even kidding you. That may have been given to me by Jimmy D. Oh, really? I think. Was, is it I his know, guys? I know it was passed along to me. Are they his friends or something? I doubt it. <laughs> well, he does have a film degree. You would have to have friends. Tom, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Tom? Hey, guys. Sorry about the cell phone earlier. No, no. But, uh, I was just going to say uh, the English responded a whole lot different because the attack on 911 was almost 100 times worse. Yeah, I mean, when you look at in terms of casualties, yes, but I but think... In, in the terms of uh, just being scared because it's going on all over around you, it, it's no different. Because I think the whole mindset of being under attack is the same. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's plane fly, uh, planes flying into buildings or if there are bombings at various places around the city you live in, you still get that feeling of being under attack. I think. I would imagine so. Jeremy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Jeremy? What's going on, guys? What do you got? Um, I just want to say, I think I think the problem is not so much that uh, the media needs to scare us into buying stuff because I think I think it's just they're brainwashed from from the higher ups because you can't tell me that if we weren't having any problems and the media was just covering you know basic politics and stuff going on day to day that they still wouldn't be selling newspapers and getting ratings. I think they're just they're just following, you know, monkey see, monkey do. One one company wants to scare so so all the all the, the rest of the media figures that the only way that they can make their money is by by scaring everybody when in actuality I don't I think they do just as fine just covering the news like they're supposed to do. Huh. No, I don't uh totally agree with that because I used to make sure I watched the uh the health reports uh, whenever, like, you know, the local Fox News would do, like, where they go around to different uh, businesses Here's and that idea. kind of stuff. Here's my favorite part of the news. Hmm. Uh, Wednesday's Children. Wednesday's Children? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's when you can uh, sit there and if you want to adopt a kid. I like to watch to make me feel better about myself. I like to watch the dogs whenever they bring a dog in from the Humane Society. That was great. I have dreams about kicking those dogs. Why? Mm, they're... They're nice. They've been kicked all their life. Why do they get to be on the news? I've never been on the news. Go up there. Say you need to be adopted. I'm sure they'd put you on. You have a nice cold nose. It's freezing in here. We're in goddamn Florida, and it's freezing. Mm-hmm. Can't even feel my fingertips. Go outside. You'll warm up real quick. Oh, look at this. It's Ron from thegoonies.org. What's up, buddy? What's up? How's it going? What? Um, yeah. Um... I went hip, I hit up on the volume and it hung up. Oh, no, 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 no. We hung up on you. Yeah, I don't want you to think that was... I don't want you to think that was your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. That was that was a... That was all us. That was on our end. Yeah, don't worry about that. You didn't hang up. I did. I'm sorry. They're actually listening right now on realradio.fm. All right, Goonies boys, here's the deal. 
I don't remember why we booked you. Because I don't like the Goonies. I think Chunks does, maybe. So if you call back up, we'll leave the room and let Chunks talk to you. Here's what we do. If you call back up, we'll just ignore your phone call. People are dying in uh, places in the world, and you're running around with a camera trying to find the Goonies. (laughs) Do you feel a little stupid? It's their time down there. (laughs) He won't go away. He called back? Yeah. All right, let's be honest with him. Ron, dude. Yo. I'm not kidding, bro. I don't... I don't remember why we booked you guys from the Goonies.org. Seriously? No. Our phone hangs up once? No. Oh, what happened the second time? That was me hanging up on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this definitely is going on mixtape now. It's going to be a little odd talking about the terrorist attack in I London. Would, we can edit that out. Jeez. Can we call block him? <laughs> I wish I had a cringe sound effect. <laughs> I guess just silence is, is enough, though. Yeah. I am homosexual. Tell him he was part of a great new bit in the hideout, though. The one the one question interview. Goonies.org. The Goonies. Oh, whatever. He's getting his plugs in. Seriously, they're running around the United States trying to find the Goonies. <laughs> what are you doing? Why would we want to hear about it? I got an idea. Why don't you run around in Iraq and try to find the weapons of mass destruction? Hmm. All right, now I really want to talk to Ron. Ron, call back. Yeah, I feel kind of bad now. Uh, hold on a second. Here's somebody who's pissed that I hung up on the Goonies.org. Hey, that phone line's been broken all day. Try, uh, try the one below it. Oh, this one, this uh, is this person. This is the one that's outraged. Yeah. Mm. It's rough. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I miss that fat bastard. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Cafe and Dubs. 407-916-1041. Star-1041 on the, your singular wireless phone. Dubs, it's always fun to hear from some of our old friends who listen on RealRadio.fm. This yeah. comes from uh, 72. He's like, I haven't been able to uh, listen to you guys much uh, since you left D.C., but with Ron and Fez on vacation up here, I've been checking you out this week. Great stuff. So thank you very much. I know a lot of, uh, that's why Polly Lou spouse I am just yesterday. Yeah. And then I cut and paste that over to our uh, ex-program director, Cameron. I'm glad to help <laughs> with whatever he's got going on up there right now. I like black guys. I get along with them. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a stab at JFK. Why even do it? What do you mean? I'm just commenting. I saved a lot of money today. There's a show that's... um. <laughs> <laughs> that's very that's very funny to get it so inside. Um, I got a th- Well, I don't even know. If, it doesn't do any good to talk about it here. So no, it's no. There's no reason to do it. Um, Chunks, I know you're about to take off to go do your stunt. Yeah, is that right? Yes, sir. Are you excited? Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good one. 
Do you think it might be your best one yet? Because this is really the first one that you've taken ownership of and thought of yourself. Yeah, I think so. I think this is definitely going to rank up there. This is one of the crazier things that I've done. And remember, I was swimming in the uh, lake with gators, so... Yeah, that is true. I'm very excited to see what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good one. I, I think you'll be impressed. No, well, I can't wait. More impressed than I was with the Goonies.org interview? I don't know where that Jeez. came from. No one cares about it. Who would ever care about that? I guess they're making a movie. I think thegremlins.org is tomorrow. Thegremlins.org? <laughs> nice. I can't wait to talk to the last starfighter, .tk. <laughs> Maybe uh, the wizard.edu will be on uh, Watch this. Uh, watch this. They're making a documentary, and watch it be the next like big thing. <laughs> and at least we'll be able to say, well, we hung up on those douches three times. I really feel bad, though. I just don't remember why I want to talk to those guys. Tomorrow we're going to interview a guy from JimmyD.FM. No. Just no. We'll just play this the whole time. I'm sure they'll talk back. I have a film degree. By the way, speaking of things no one gives a crap about, it's being reported that the NHL has reached a tentative agreement. So the NHL may be back. Hmm. Hmm. All right, here's other stuff no one cares about. Why is it in the news? Uh, I ate a hamburger for lunch. Oh, you did. Actually, I care about that more than I care about the NHL maybe coming back. So good for you. I'm... I'm kind of jealous of the hamburger. Hey, by the way, I smoke Parliament Lights, if anybody cares. It's amazing how people just... It, the, do we miss hockey? No, no one does. Honestly, for between hockey or a documentary on the Goonies... I'm watching the Goonies. I'm throwing myself off a building. I prefer flat shoelaces as opposed to uh, normal ones. Huh. <laughs> Hmm. I feel like I have a rope around me at all times. Reddawn.net is next month, so stay tuned for that. Happy, you know you have a long goatee. Is that going to make news? I think so. If the NHL uh, coming back is making news. Oh, dude, a piece of paper just fell off your desk. Chunks is fat. There's other news. Yeah, that's more news. It's uh, more important than uh, NHL coming back. Junk's bathroom, if it was a public restroom, would still be a step up from what it is now. It, You know, I wonder... That's Matt Albert's fault. You know, what, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to see if we could get an inspector or something to go to your apartment, Chunks, and see if he could condemn your room and bathroom. Because I'm willing to bet that it would happen. If he went through and did kind of like a checklist thing, seeing if uh, it's suitable for living. Right. It's basically a nest. He just takes home <laughs> stuff from the station and makes a bed out of it. It is a nest. Yeah. Because he bunches up clothes. And, and paper. And sleeps on it. He just tears up pieces of paper and clothes and makes Can we get a pic- little man nest. Can we get pictures of his room? In bathroom to post on realradio.fm? I try to spend as little time in there as possible, but uh, I'll, I'll get the <laughs> digital camera. And... Do we have any of those like masks to cover my face? I'm actually kind of worried oh, about How about that's Matt Albert? Is uh, Whatever. Please. Is your stunt going to be you're going to go home and clean up? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I'm serious. I did that before I left. That's dangerous. You know what your stunt should be? You sit in the middle of that ass, uh, nest and eat some worms. No. <laughs> I can't. 
Seriously, the last apartment I have lived in three years. I, I realized I only cleaned the bathroom twice. I'm not kidding. I, I remember this one time I went to uh, Chunks' apartment uh, when we were in D.C. And, all right, the to- there's the, you know, where the sink is. And then you have the toilet, which is mm-hmm. right next to it. And then you have the waste paper basket, the you know, the trash can. Yeah. Which was against where the sink is, but it's like kind of right in between, like a cabinet. Yeah. I walk into his bathroom, and the toilet paper is has not only filled up the trash can, but it is along the wall in the cabinet, all the way up to the height of the sink. Of the sink. Wow. So he just had, like, just stacks and stacks of dirty toilet paper. Of used toilet paper. Just sitting next to him at all times whenever he's going to the bathroom. As, as high as the waist. Oh. oh, God, no more. You live like a serial killer. Yeah. That is the funniest thing ever. That It's a nest. Can we get a picture of that, Chunks? Yeah. Can I get a picture? What do I give a damn for? You and Dreyfus over in the empty nest? <laughs> I figure the water will clean out the tub. That was really funny. Hmm. <laughs> Butters, you're the hideout of web radio. What's up, fellas? What's happening, buddy? Long time no talk to. Yeah. Hey, listen, I give uh, I, I give Chunks a bike. I, I, I load up my couch that I'm going to throw away. I drive it over to his house. I take it off the truck and put it in his house for him. And now he's sleeping on the floor? Are you not even sleeping on the couch that Butters gave you? I gave him two couches. Jesus. Two couches? Right. And you aren't sleeping on either of them? What are you doing? And I haven't seen you ride that bike. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know what? Big, big trouble now, mister. I'm t- I appreciate all the help, Butters. But I think we've learned something tonight. Don't give Chunks anything. Don't help chunks. You guys took my bike. I slept on the couch till I bought a bed. So it was used for a little bit of butters. Oh, okay. I use it to watch TV. You use it to sleep above Matt, Arbe- Matt Albert, who slept on the floor, and then occasionally I'd walk out and I'd see your arm over him, like well, you're spooning. Well, yeah, well, once you get in the couch, when Matt Albert's sitting in front of it, you can't get out. You know, you're kind of stuck there because there's nowhere to step around It's him. no excuse for you spooning in the morning. No. Lonely. Shocking. All right, you know what? I'm done with you. Why don't you go do your stunt? Head on out. Now, when are you going to tell us what you're doing? I'll call in later on. <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed if you're just going to the corner store. <laughs> if your stunt is to go My get My stunt a- is to buy a Red Bull. Two of them. I'll drink them, too. It better I'm be crazy. Good. It better be good. I'm hoping it's good. The mere fact that you won't let me in on what's going on worries me. It's a pretty good one. All right. Well, see, I could get, I could take a lot of heat. So you know, I'm just trying to keep everyone. Let me ask you this: Could you get arrested? There's a good possibility. Right, a now, good possibility. A good possibility. Not like a strong possibility, like but 60%? a good possibility. Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm actually excited. Sixty. Sixty percent. Depending on how fast I can run. All right. Uh, so you're going to jail. Ben Sparks wants me to ask you, Chunks, if the Azuzu guy comes over and eats your food and hits on your daughters. 
Hey, how you doing? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Hefe and Dubs. 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, I just get this from the Goonies guys. Shoot, sorry guys. That's the worst thing that could happen on live radio is a hang up. <laughs> the speakerphone was kind of low, so I went to turn it up, and the phone hung up. Really sorry. The nerve of those guys. I bet they hung up on their own. <laughs> I don't accept their apology. I'm pissed. I really want to talk to him. All right. Matt Albert wants to know if Putin's awake. Why? It sounded like he was flatlining during the weather. <laughs> no, I didn't even listen. I knew I, I got I turned t- the channel during it. I knew I got tired. Right, let me ask you, who who has less personality, Putin or the guy who applied for the internship, Michael? I'd say Michael. No, Putin. It's a toss-up. Hmm. Hooch, I thought you were going with Chunks on his little excursion. <clears throat> I am. He had to take a bathroom break before we left. God. So uh, Chunks is leaving right now or soon to do his own stunt that he came up with and he wanted to do. Maybe that's the stunt. He's going (laughs) to the bathroom? What is he, a baby? Yes. He doesn't take care of himself. Speaking of babies, did I tell you I got into uh, another fight today playing basketball? Really? Yeah. It wasn't, my, pro- it wasn't my fault this time, man. That's what you say every time. Every time you go play basketball, almost every time you go at all, you get into a fight. And every time, it's not your fault. You know what it is, to be perfectly honest with you, when I play basketball? And I guess this is my fault. You started to think you're tough? I am tough. <laughs> I'll beat your ass, sister. You sound tough. Well, I am. You know actually what it is, though? I actually play defense. When we play basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And usually on pickup ball, no one really plays any defense. Yeah. And I guess that pisses people off. But it was this whole thing where this guy is mad at me because I'm playing defense on him. And he keeps says that I'm fouling him. Over and over, I'm fouling him. I'm fouling him. It got to the point, and I genuinely believe that some people you can't just talk to. You can't get through to them with logic. Because it got to the point where this guy was so insane, the entire, there were about 10 people gathered around, and it was a, a game of two-on-two, by the way. It was a, an entire people, like, gathered around there at RDV on the basketball court. Yeah. And they're just laughing at this guy. They're laughing at him right to his face? Yes. And how uh, pissed is he getting then? Because I know, like, if you're if you're yelling and you're pissed, the last thing you want is someone laughing at you. That just infuriates you. Yeah, and he he won the game that I was playing in, but he was just it was like it was game seven to him. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, dude. Did you start John back at him? Yeah. He goes, "You're fouling me," and I go, "Hey, ass, you want me to foul you? I'll really foul you." I just and honest, I felt awful today. 
My body is in shock right now because of the dieting, and the, I'm taking a new uh, diet pill. And I just wanted to get out there, not exercise hard, but you know, do a little stretching, shoot some hoops, goof around. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually play pickup basketball, at least not yet at RDV. Because to be perfectly honest with you, those guys are pretty good. Yeah. And I'm just there kind of goofing and shooting and stuff. But I said, yeah, I'm going to play two on two. That's fine. And this guy, it's it's game seven to him. Even his partner, who I think was his nephew, started yelling at him, shut up. Just shut up. Stop jawing. Just stop it. You're embarrassing me. So he was just bitching about the fouls, or was there anything else he was bitching about? The fouls. And so then I start, I start taunting him. How? I'm like, hey, bro, if you win, I'll give you a trophy. Is that what you want? You want a ring? Are you hoping that RDV hangs your jersey from the rafters? <laughs> Is that what you're looking for? He should have. He should have uh, found out which locker was his. Go get one of his T-shirts and hang it from the rafters. Say, he was, hey, you're forever going to be known at RDV for... And he was so entertaining that I didn't feel well as it was. And you know mm-hmm. I love to get home around 3 o'clock and watch Girlfriends. Yeah. But I stayed just to watch him play basketball with other people. Trust me, I would have watched paint dry before I went home to watch Girlfriends. And he's fighting with other people. I'm not even playing him. And And so he's still fighting with other people after you're done. That's why I knew it wasn't me. And I'm just thinking to myself, you're insane. I mean, was this guy trouble from the first second you saw him? I knew he was, and I'll tell you why. Immediately when we start, he starts laying out ground rules. We're playing two-on-two, mind Mm -hmm. you. Uh, If you get fouled, you've got to call it. you got to take it back all the way to three-point line. Are we clear on the rules? Are we clear on the rules? And actually, believe it, he was a, um, I hate to say this, but he got called out on it. He's kind of a loudmouth Puerto Rican. Because one of the brothers that we were playing with, he goes, I bet you're Puerto Rican, aren't you? And he, and he goes, yeah, actually I am. 46-year-old Puerto Rican dude. 46, and yeah. he beat you. Well, it was two on two. He must have taken you to the hole a few times. Actually, no, that's why he got pissed. I actually blocked one of his shots. He's a 46-year-old man, whatever. I should, <laughs> I should be able to block one of his shots. Yeah. By the way, I look like an idiot. I felt really intimidated playing, too, because there were a bunch of brothers standing around. And You're um, afraid they're going to rob you? No, you idiot. Oh. What's wrong with you? What the hell's wrong with you? That's what I thought you meant. Sorry. No. I'll be quiet from now on. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Everybody's really nice over there except for that guy. I love that gym. No, because you've gotten in more fights there than uh, no. That was pl- no. That was playing with Dan's buddies. Oh yeah. That wasn't at RDV. That was over at some dude's house. Where we'll go and we'll shoot hoops in the backyard. How many fights, basketball fights, have you been t- into since we've got here? Three. Yeah, this is the third one. And we've only been here for three months. Don't you think that there I might be a problem? I didn't start this one. It's the fact that I play defense. That's what it is. Stop playing defense. I'm a little, I'm physical. You know what it is? I'm like Ron Artest. I get in their head. No, you try to uh, feel up on their ass and everything, I think. I think that's what you're into. I think that's when you can get a cheap feel. I'm not going to lie to you. I do like to hurt people when I'm playing basketball. Ew. I mean, I've played you before, and you almost get sexual during it. It's I, No, you know what? Stop running a bit. Just what? stop that. I'm not running any bit. I don't get sexual while playing. You try to mount people, I swear to God. And you, you're backing up and do them, too. You're kind of doing the Beyonce bounce on them. I play like Barkley. 
You'd like to, wouldn't you? Yeah, I really would, man. Did I tell you that uh, Dwight Howard was out there playing with, like, the the regular folks, like some pickup basketball? Yeah, I heard about that. That's uh, that's pretty cool that the some of the Magic come out there and play with uh, the normals, you know, kind of come and slum it for a little bit. Right. On one hand, I think that's, like, the coolest thing ever because he, he probably should have been Rookie of the Year. Yeah. But on the second hand, too, I'm thinking, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Could you imagine if you got hurt in a pickup basketball game, how yeah. awful that would be? How pissed everybody would be at you? You know, you play basketball all the time. Why do you need to play with these old middle-aged white dudes? And that's what it was, too. But then again, I would do that, I think, if I were a pro athlete. You don't think that You don't think that would be fun? No. I mean, it, it, the risk wouldn't be worth it. You know, you jump up once, you come down on your ankle with these people who don't care if they follow you or mess you up at all. Because Dwight Howard's pretty good, like, period. Mm-hmm. He's a, you know, he came out of high school, the whole thing, number one pick here for the Magic. But then have him playing... People against, who couldn't even make the varsity team in high school. Yeah, a bunch of hacks. I mean, you would feel like you're the greatest ever, like you're a Wilt Chamberlain or something. I almost, almost hit that dude. I would have hit him today. Why didn't you? I didn't want to get thrown out. Or beat up. I ain't going to get beat up, man. I'm tough. <laughs> Since when? When did you, like, just grow up, uh, you know, wake up in the morning and say, hey, I'm tough today? Because you never have been before. You know what it is? I look tough. You do? I look I'll look. i give t- you that. I look tough, and I got a, I got a good bark. You know what I mean? Like, I, I talk a good game. And also, when I talk and trash, too, I have enough uh, of a muscular build where I can, come on, just a little bit of credit, please, once. I have enough mm. of a muscular build where I can kind of swell up a little bit and where people think I could be tough. You see, whenever you do that to me and get all freaked out, I, I just laugh. Yeah, because you're insane. And you could beat my ass. You already beat my ass once. It's just so funny because how you describe that other guy yelling at you is how I would describe you whenever you start going off all crazy. I know when to stop, though. No, you don't. Shut up. Yes, I do. All right. Lou says people in the South don't like to play physical basketball. Eh, it's not true because I've been in fights in D.C. and Michigan and Texas over the same bit. Man, I was... So everywhere you go, you get into basketball fights. Because people don't like to play. Uh, they don't like me playing defense. Or maybe just because you're a prick. Maybe you are fouling. Have you ever thought of that? Maybe you are. No, because everybody there at RDV today says you weren't fouling. You were playing good D. Ew. And here's the thing about this guy today, too. I wanted to offer him a reality show. I'd love to see him go around to other, like, courts and just get in fights with people. He's the new Ronnie Dobbs. (laughs) He is. Shoot, Ronnie, shoot. Instead of run, Ronnie, run. Which, by the way, that was a funny movie. I know Don, uh, David Cross wasn't exactly happy with it. I think he didn't get a whole lot of money out of it, so he's trying to get people not to buy it. Oh, is that why? Because yeah. I actually thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to challenge Dwight Howard to some basketball. Next time you see him? I'm going to D him up. Ew. No! Defense! Uh. Hey, you know what? Let's talk to the Orlando Magic. See if you can get somebody to come hang out with us. One of the stars. 
Dwight's hanging out. They got summer leagues going on. What, he don't want to come hang out in the hideout? Him, Francis, any of those guys. We can talk basketball. I could show him a few things. Defense. Defense. Did I tell you I was on the B team once? The B team? Middle school, B team. Truman Middle School. Scored 18 points. One game. What does that even mean? B team. You weren't good enough to be on the A's? No, I was a... uh, I could have been on the A team, but they wanted me to get more playing time. When the B team didn't have a game that week, I got moved up to the A team. And what did you do on the A team? Just sit on the bench? Sat there. Half a get water. You were uh, you were the B team's uh, chunks. No, 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 A team. Ah, whatever. Great show. Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Chef and Dubs, get some special guests. We'll introduce them in a second. Um, Chunks is en route to his stunt tonight. Yeah, he came up with a stunt and said, hey, uh, guys, this is going to be really funny. I don't want to tell you guys yet because I don't want it to go on the air yet. But uh, I'll give you guys a call from the place I'm doing the stunt, and I'll execute it out there. You guys will love it. So, All right, Paul just sent me this at lhafawtks.com. What's up? Half A, you say you're tough? I've seen steaks that look tougher. It's true. It's mean. You're pretty soft, man. Well, I mean physically, but I'm working on it. I really am. I mean, you should take some kind of fighting classes or something. You know, I thought about with that. With a bunch of women. You know, where you kick the, the big uh, big doll in the balls. And say, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. I forbid you to see that taco again. He's soft. Come on. What the hell? I think I could beat a chick up. Like, I would never hit a girl. I don't know. Depends on what chick we're talking about. I say, you know, 12 or under, yeah, you've got it. Come on. Wow. Anything above that, you're you're screwed. I think it had to be a weight class. Uh-oh, I'm getting bad news. What? Dwight Howard's supposed to be a big Jesus guy. He may not want to hang out with us. So, we're we- down with G.O.D. Allegedly, we have a blasphemous show. Who says that? Everyone who calls. <laughs> Maybe you haven't oh, heard Jesus it. Christ. What are we supposed to do? All right. Uh, Jeff, God you're in the damn shame. Jeff, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jeff? Hey, hideout. What you got? I got a, I got a good Michael Jackson joke for you. Okay. All right. What is uh, What is Michael Jackson like most about 28-year-olds? There's 20 of them? 28-year-olds. There's yeah. 20 of them. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that one was great. All right. Here's what, here's what I find interesting. Putin's screening the phone calls right now. Yeah. And he goes, uh, whatever that dude's name was, and he goes, has a, has a Michael Jackson joke. It's pretty funny. Most Michael Jackson jokes aren't funny. 
You know, what does Michael Jackson and Kmart have in common? Little boy's pants are half off. Yeah, you like that one, don't you, Hefe? It's a good one, huh? Well, let me ask you, Putin, have you never heard a Michael Jackson joke? Who's Michael Jackson again? Is that the guy that was in Dungeons and Dragons? I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That was a bad joke. Yeah, I think that applicant oh. Michael had more uh, personality. As opposed to the intern we chose, Putin. I I wrote kind of funny. Then, no, there was nothing funny about Have you never heard that joke? Kinda? No, I'd never heard that joke. It's kind of funny. 28-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, uh, like in 97 when it was told the first time. Oh, uh, look at this. We look, got Deuce Childerone in here. Deuce Childerone shown up. Come on in. And he brought a lady with him. <laughs> nice yet to be seen. And we may have to inspect. Mm-hmm. Douche chill. Oh, boy. And she's beautiful, too. Right, we got three really hot chicks here right now. Yeah. For those friends who are listening in D.C. on RealRadio.fm. We never had chicks like this in uh, D.C. We don't miss you because of this right now. <laughs> Sorry. Now, Cam, I don't even know if I should say this. What did he say? You know, I <laughs> he's sending me emails that he gets, hate mail. Of who? Just about him mm. and some of the stuff that's going on at JFK. He's going to get pissed off that I even mentioned that. Yeah, he's, you're gonna, he's going to call you into the office on Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Steve? Hey, um, as to why London nurse were so calm during that terror... Um, it could be because uh, Britainers, as a whole, were getting accustomed to terrorism uh, from the years of the Irish Republican Army. Yeah, we talked uh, about that. IRA. Put it together. Hey, what does Michael Jackson like about 28-year-olds? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What? As a- There's 20 of them. <laughs> Great. I, no, you know what? I don't care what's going on. We're not taking more Michael Jackson jokes. <laughs> All right, have, hold on a second. Hold on a second. How about we do this? If this is funny, if we genuinely laugh at this dude's Michael Jackson joke, we will apologize. If this joke is not funny, I'll give you two options. Putin, this is Putin, by the way, not you, Jeff. Who's yeah. On the line? We can A, do a chair shot. B, you could give Douche Chill Derone a man hickey. No, we're not doing that. Why? Why do I have to get punished every time? I just got here. <laughs> or C, Ew. we give out your phone number. Do you want us to take this call? He says he wants to redeem himself. It, th- this joke is less funny than the last. I'll say that right now. I need to hear it now. I have to. If we don't laugh, man, it's over. I don't have his phone number, though. I say man hooky with a uh, douche chill. I don't. Douche chill. It's so uncomfortable. We have like three insanely hot chicks in here right now. And for some reason, douche chill, you've sucked all the sexuality out of this room. <laughs> That's what I do best. We're all about to have a gangbang. Big orgy. Yeah. And now you're here, and everybody's put their clothes back on. I'm actually tucking now because you're in here. I'll get their clothes off. Don't worry. 
Are you talking to the girls about us? What is that? I'll get everyone's clothes off in this room, myself included. Uh, you know what? This may be the funniest um, Michael Jackson joke I've ever heard. What is it? Let me tell it to you. Sure. Okay. What does Michael Jackson have in common with caviar? What? They both like to be on little white crackers. Mm, not bad. I thought that was funny. Yeah. The word cracker's funny to me. Yeah. Right. Why don't we all take our shirts off? No. Came out of left field. Jeff, you're in the hide. All right, Jeff, you got your Michael Jackson joke? I sure do. Okay. All right, let's hear it. Knock, knock. Who's there? Little boy Baloo. No. Okay, you can't say that one. And what the hell's wrong with you for putting that one up on? That would get us in trouble with the FCC. We'll take a break. We'll come back, and he'll suck on that douche chill's neck. No, he's not. Look, I don't want it to happen, but we got it. You know, you used to be an intern. You're a paid member of the staff now. That's right, and that's why I'm not getting my neck. And you know, Oops, his mic went off. And you know better than anybody else. We got to teach the interns a lesson. And what better lesson than to have him suck on your neck? That's the worst lesson. I won't stand for it. I don't want it. One. I don't want it to happen. I'm the gay one. All right, no, no more jokes. No more Bill Clinton, Michael Jackson jokes. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Chunks is on his way to do a stunt. I want to check in with him in a second. First, Jeff Arena, you're in the Hideout Row Radio. Hi, I want the Papa Hill Papi Chunks to meet me on the beach of Coco. I bring the Yeo and Yeager Papi. I don't think um, he's headed. If he's headed to the beach, I'm going to be pissed. Because that's not a stunt. Unless this stunt is night surfing with yeah, sharks. Yeah, I love that. If he's going to night surfing, uh, night surf, I'll be ex- uh, excited. All right. Um, speaking of excited, we have three beautiful women here. Yes, we do. And then a douche chill, who is also here mm. as well. Yeah, maybe you should go in the other room, douche chill. Do I need to go into Bateman's basement? No, uh, like the parking lot. Here's the thing. It's um. First of all, who's your friend? Tell us who you brought with you, Deuce Trail. Just a friend of mine. Wait, what more do you want? Just went out to dinner. Who are you, Bismarcky? Yes. What, uh... Just a friend? Like, a friend friend, or, um... Well, I mean, obviously. Because you... You know, yeah. Yeah, you're so sexual. Exactly, I'm not getting any. All right, get that one, too. Um, let me ask you. We'll have to call you her for now, because we haven't come up with a hideout name for you yet. Actually, I just thought of a really mean name. Why? Well, I didn't know. It's not. It's not her fault. I was just thinking, and I. I don't like to use this term. Here, I'll write it down for you. Okay, I, I'll say it. You know, I don't care. Well, what if I care? I feel really bad, and there's no reason, and I hate that term. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. What? You want to call her fag hag? No, I don't. I hate that term. I really, you, it I hate, popped into your head. I hate the F word. I really do. Why are you being mean to my friend, Hefe? No, no, it's not. It's nothing on her. It's, it's her you. company. <laughs> oh, it's me? Yeah. Well, that's okay. Um, So you guys went to dinner? Yeah. How uncomfortable was that? Was it as un- uncomfortable as it is now? Probably. Where'd you guys go? Uh, Brio. What's that? It's a restaurant in Winter Park Village. You're really dressed up and you look nice. I try. I'm sure I don't look that nice. Yeah, you didn't brush your hair. 
But other than that, I never do. Is she one of the girls that plucked your unibrow? Yeah. Wow. You're a trooper. Is your forearm still tired from that? Because I gotta <laughs> imagine that was tough. It's like, it wasn't that bad. That's really? Like, that's like gardening. It was necessary. Right. Um. Oh, hold on a second. Here's Chunks. Chunks, are you at your location yet? Where you're gonna do your stunt? Almost. Uh, just a couple minutes away from uh, the location. Are you gonna let us into what it is yet, or are you afraid it'll give it away and you won't get in trouble? I guess I can give you. Uh, I guess I'll give you a little hint. I'll just tell you. All right. I'm going to a little person's convention, and I'm just going to ask them simple questions. You're going to ask them questions? Yeah. Like what? Just going to ask them questions. I don't know about being little or, uh, you know, what's it, what it's like having to deal with people, you know, haggling them all day. This doesn't sound like a stunt. Huh? This doesn't sound like a stunt. Well, you know, they could take it very badly, you know. It, what, midgets don't like to be asked questions? Well, you know, I figured it'd be interesting to go to go see. All right, so let me understand this correctly. Yeah. You're going to harass people with disabilities. No, 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 not harass. I'm just asking a couple questions. Like? Oh, you know, how I, uh, <laughs> you know, what do you do? You're, you're the worst stunt guy in the world. No, I'm just going to ask him, you know, Barry... Daily question, you know, I mean, like, what's it like? Do you Hang feel up. like you've been gypped? Jesus. My headphones went out. Your headphones went out and your mic's not on anymore either. What the hell happened? Now it's on. Oh. Um, all right, here's the thing. Oh, thank you. Here comes Putin with new uh, headphones. Deuce Chill will get back to you in a second. First, I'd like to talk to the other two lovely ladies that we have in here. Thanks, Putin. Can I tell um, you something real quick, though? This one right here, this, this one right here is giving me the eye. So I think you're, I think you're wrong about the asexual thing. Which are you giving you her the eye? I'm him the eye. I am homosexual. Is that really happening? All right, we have uh, Denise the piece and uh, Jenny who is uh, they're both here. And so Jenny, are you giving douche children the eye? No. No. She's not going to admit it. She's a little shy. Now by the eye, she looked at you. Are you the kind of guy that if a girl even looks your way, you think, oh, yeah, she wants it? No, it was the licking the lips that uh, that told me something. Okay, maybe she's just so uncomfortable. really uncomfortable <laughs> by you. Maybe. All right, what's it like for your friend? Is is it always this uncomfortable around him? Is that what is it? I mean, is it is it one of those things where whenever you're hanging out with him, it's, it's got to be easy because you're thinking, all right. There's no sexual tension here. Yeah, there's nothing. There's it's no like, pressure. It's like hanging out with one of, no one, one of my girlfriends, <laughs> you know? Exactly. I, I, now, I'm telling you, I am one of the girlfriends. I, now you're giving me the creepy look. Now you're giving me the eye. This is how I look. I'm just looking at you. And, Dusha, are you growing a mullet? What's going on <laughs> the back This is not a mullet. What, what's going on with the back of your hair? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's starting to be quite the party back there. <laughs> Maybe it is a mullet. We had like a reverse one for a little while with that unibrow. Yeah. I'm, I'm growing it back, too. Is that going to be the new style? Yeah. The unibrow? I really want it back. All right. Hooch's mom actually has a suggestion for Chunks. Yeah? He wants, uh, she wants the uh, dwarves to toss him. Oh, instead of uh, dwarf toss, he, the dwarves are actually doing the tossing. All right, let me ask this. Is this something that he really 
his idea of a bit was to go out and mm-hmm. harass people with disabilities. Harass people who probably catch all kinds of flack all their life. I mean, it doesn't really sound like he's even harassing them, because I could appreciate that. He's just going to ask them questions, which even makes no sense. You know, It makes less sense than uh, going out there and harassing them. All right. Is he really lost? Yeah, he just called Putin for directions. Putin's looking it up right now. Is this him on hold? Yeah. Hey, idiot. Yeah. What's wrong with you? What? You're lost? You can't find the little people? Look down. (laughs) You could already be there. No. Could have run over a couple of them. All right, why would you... Now you're threatening them. No. No, not at all. I'm just a little lost and uh, a little, little worried, but uh, I'm sure things will turn out. I always find my way eventually. No, you don't. <laughs> okay. You don't mean you find your way eventually. We're doing a radio show. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Call Pendry with your bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what till he gets in? Or with it'll the music. Be it'll, be, it'll be funny. Just trust me. Do it with the music during the overnight. Just trust me. It'll be good. All right. You'll love it. You guys will finally... Give me some credit, all right? Because this is a good one. Right. Doesn't sound like it so far, but I'm willing to I'm willing to uh, to give you a chance then. Thank you. All right, hold on. We'll get you directions to find all the little right. people. You would think this is something he would have done before he left. Yeah, you'd think he would have map quested it or something. Why? He always finds his way. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Denise the Peace and um and Jenny, Jenny and more with Deuce Trail. You know what we ought to do? Maybe we should do some sort of a test to see how how asexual douche chill is. Haven't we done that before? What kind of test are we talking about? Well, we did that yesterday with pictures of dudes and chicks. Mm -hmm. But maybe we should actually put them into a situation like with a girl. I'd rather be asexual. I I really want to know how the date went. And I want to kind of put them in a date situation and just kind of see how a conversation over dinner is with douche chill. All right, you know what? Here's what we'll do. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. Dubs and I will we'll, we'll bring the show back from break, and then we'll go into the other room, and Deuce Chill will have to have a conversation with his friend, like it were dinner. And we could even have Putin like serving you stuff if it make you feel more comfortable. I don't want him as a waiter. I want you as the waiter. Okay, why be racist? Everybody saw that. Why didn't you just call me a busboy, you ass? Yeah, the one Mexican guy asked me serving you. What's that about? But, you know, I, I did just have dinner with her. Maybe I should show you uh, with one of these two girls. All right, you know what? I'll do this. You're on a date with all three of them. You're on a date with all three of them. See, now that's my territory. That's what I'm used to. Me, me and the girls. <laughs> yeah, you, you except you all would be lying in a bed and nothing sexually would be happening. That's right. I basically was like one of the girls. All right, next girl talk with Deuce Drilled the Rhone. Chick Chat. In the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I basically was like one of the girls. I definitely feel like a woman now. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Seth and Dubs. Uh, 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041. I'm just in great anticipation of this segment. Listening to Deuce Chill talk to three different girls. 
All right, we'll get you caught up on who Deuce Chill is. Uh, he's a friend of ours. Really? Uh, mm. Never heard him coin that. He's a guy who comes in and hangs yeah. out. I'm not claiming to be your friend. Douche chill. And he, some of his exploits include lying in a bed multiple times with three or four chicks and having nothing happen. Yeah, never getting any. And we actually came up with this just hanging out with him where you look at him and you talk to him. You get very uncomfortable even though he's not really that creepy, but he is. Like what he's saying is not that creepy, but he just has a vibe about him. And it's not even... Well, I mean, creepy's good. Uninteresting is another way you mm-hmm. could describe him. Bland. Uncomfortable, did we say that? Yeah, very uncomfortable. He, like... I imagine him, like, if he were to take off his clothes, it'd look like Marilyn Manson from the Dope Show. A mannequin. Just nothing. Just like... You know, there's the form there, but there's just nothing going on. We're not even sure how he goes to the bathroom, because he may not have any parts. He may go through like a belly button or something. He has a you want to find out if I have some parts? See, that's what we're talking about. And, and yet he says this to us, the dudes. Well, you're the one questioning. They already know. Know what? Oh, yeah, they, they all shake their heads. They're like, this, oh, you know what? It's already uncomfortable now. All right, here's what we're going to do. Um... Matt Albert says Daron makes him feel smooth with the ladies. That's Matt Albert. I'll take no offense to that. He blew all his dates. Ew. <laughs> I, I got to dump that one. I got to dump. You made, that was just so obvious. <laughs> you made too much con- too much too much context-wise there. Um, here's what we're gonna do though. Dubs and I will leave the room. Does that mean I can sit in the? No, you sit right. Oh, there. Let me sit there. No, you don't get to sit in the big chair. Ah. I think I might once you leave anyway. You'll never get to sit in the big chair. Just realize that. So you will sit in here with these three lovely, beautiful women, and it'll be like you're on a date with them. And just like the normal conversation that you would have. Oh. I'm very excited to see what you would chat about. For that reason, we're calling it Chick Chat. So Dubs and I will now leave the room. Where are you, you going to go? Listen in the other room and... Uh... No, we're going to go stare at you from Bateman's basement. All right. So we're, we're going to leave now. Make sure all the microphones are on, Bateman. I'm going over here. You're really just leaving me in here with them? <laughs> Have fun. I've never really been in this situation before. Not so much the girls, the fact that it's... You guys just left me in the room all by myself. Uh, what's up, ladies? How's it going? Good. How was your day? <laughs> Denise, the piece. How it's was your fantastic. day? Fantastic. How was your day? It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> You're also assuming that we're not the awkward ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys want to take want to take our shirts off? <laughs> no. It's kinda, it is awfully warm in here. She's kind of cold in here. It's cold. It's cold. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. I guess it is kind of cold in here. And uh, I'm kind of all in here by myself right now. And this is not the situation I'm used to. Have you guys uh, checked for breast cancer lately? <laughs> because I just got certified. I think I'm good. You sure? Yeah. It yeah. kills millions. <laughs> I really don't want it to happen to you. No. I think I'm safe. <laughs> Hefe, please come back. Now they're turning their backs. They are now turning their backs. But you know what? 
I think I might go sit in the big chair while he's got his back turned. I think he'll kick your uh, ass. <laughs> all right, Hefe, this really isn't good. Um, I don't really know how to control the show. Hefe? Um, do, uh, you know, I just went out with uh, my friend here. Do either of you guys want to go out with me after the show? Ouch. She's laughing. Do you want to? I mean, what are you doing after the show tonight? Painting. Do you do nudes? No. Would you like to? No. Why not? Because. I meant me. <laughs> I think she knew that. What? <laughs> All right. I'm hoping that Hefe is on his way back in here and Doves. Hefe, we miss you. Um. So tell me what you did today. <laughs> strip wallpaper. Strip what? Strip wallpaper. Oh. All he heard was strip. He I did excited. hear strip. <laughs> Do you want to play strip wallpaper? No. No. I've had enough of that. You sure? Yeah. All right, this is really awkward, girls. I don't know what's... Someone tell me something. What do you want to know? Uh, what's your bra size? <laughs> it's not your business, is it? No. <laughs> um, tell me something else. Okay. Tell me a little about yourself. What kind of what kind of boys are you into? <laughs> Hot ones. Like myself? Like Hefe. <laughs> and Hefe's a stud. They're still not coming back, and they just... <laughs> They're now leaving the studio completely. I really don't know what to do here. Um, Tell us about you. Yeah. I'm a pretty good-looking guy. I like to stay fit. <laughs> Who lied to you? What's that? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just kidding. You better be. Um, yeah, I'm not doing I think so good. He's threatening me. Uh, no one's Who's even looking at me. This is horrible. I'm gonna tell Tommy you're threatening me. Tell him. I, I'd rather him end this for me right now. Because no one else is even in the room. I don't think he's interested. But I am going to do one thing. and Hang on. <laughs> Start talking. Keep talking. What? I'm actually walking <laughs> over to the big chair. I'm going to host this show. Host, I think you're going to suck at it. I'm going to tell on you, dude. <laughs> All right. This is the first time in history for me. Did he turn my mic off? Did he turn my mic off? I'm hosting the show from the host chair. <laughs> With no microphone. David, turn my mic back on. Don't do it. Turn it on. Don't do it. It's not working. Hello? Turn it on. Yeah, I didn't think it's not working. I can't host the show without my mic. <laughs> We've been having problems with that one all day. Just come back over here. <laughs> Hello? Testing? Yeah, no, it doesn't work. All right. Going back to You're my defeated. seat. Maybe you're just retarded. <laughs> All right, I'm back. This is going to be Yay. like the worst segment in radio history. I think you've it's already accomplished that. <laughs> and it's my fault. Yeah, it is. Well. You know, dead, dead air isn't good. And uh, I really don't know what's going on here. Way to go, Jerome. This is awesome. It really is. I'm so I, excited to be here. I didn't, come, I didn't come prepared for this. No one told me I was going to be left in a room trying to control the show. It's a lot harder than it looks. Remember <laughs> the unexpected? Yeah. Well, I definitely didn't expect this. Well, um, you work in radio, so... I do, and I probably won't for much longer. <laughs> probably not. Um, let me start. I guess I could start telling you some stories about uh, Hefe and Doves. Oh, I already know all of them. 
Good. Tell me one. I'll tell you if I know it. <laughs> what do you want to know? Tell me a good Hefe story. I've seen him drunk. All right. Tell me more. <laughs> He's a great drunk. He's the best drunk ever. Why? What is it he was doing that was so great? He's just friendly. And then he almost busted his ass. Doing what? Just walking. <laughs> so he's a clumsy drunk? <laughs> I guess. And I've seen doves in his boxers. Oh, yeah? What's yeah. He, is he packing anything? <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you say? Huh? What's he working with? Oh, well, ask him. I'm asking you. <laughs> he's not here. <laughs> when he comes back, you can ask him. I need you to answer this. <laughs> you need to answer this question for me. I'm trying to make your life worse. I want you to answer this question. Okay. What's he working with? Why are you so interested? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> That's really gay. Call it what you want. <laughs> I need to know. Wow. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> I have no... <laughs> Please help me here. I can't. For the... Who... Bateman. <laughs> this is horrible. I... I'm in a room with, with three girls who won't even talk. So I'm basically talking to myself. That probably happens quite frequently, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> this is really bad. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, please. It's not very exciting. Tell me a little about... What, what is it you do for a living, ma'am? I'm an archaeologist. Are you really? And uh, what bones have you been studying lately? <laughs> Actually, I've been studying uh, Lamanai, Mayan. Oh, yeah? Thank you. Oh, thank God. Yes, thank you. This is probably the last time I'm ever going to be in this room, Hefe. All right, we'll take a break. It's the Hideout oh, Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> uh, that was rough. Uh, 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 ooh, ooh. Mm. Uh, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Or 1041-1 on your singular wireless phone. Is Matt Albert going to call with this critique? I'd really like for him to critique Douche Chilled the Wrong. I would love to, too. Hang on. But I couldn't listen. As an intro to his critique, can we play his stand-up bit? It was more entertaining. Yeah. All right, here's what I, I, I need to ask the ladies what happened. Because Dubs and I literally had to leave. We had to go uh, to a place where we couldn't hear what was happening. We had to go to the bathroom, take care of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we both we took bathroom <laughs> breaks. Oh, you went together? No, we uh, mm-hmm. we kept we made sure one of us was close by. Just in case. But then actually, so here's what happens. We go in the green room. And we're listening, and then I have to turn it down. Then I go, Dubs, I'm going to the bathroom. And he goes, well, I'm going to go, too. And I go, no, stay here just in case something happens. So then I get back from the bathroom, and Dubs is like, it's my turn. So Dubs goes to the bathroom. I come walking back from the bathroom. And I, hold on, and I turn it up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't take this. So I, I literally, it was so douche chill for me, I literally had to walk back down the hall. Just so I didn't have to hear it. It was very uncomfortable. All right, Jerry, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Jerry? Uh, I got a little thing for Jerome. Um, you need to take the whip to those girls like they're Smarty Jones and just start whipping those girls because they're not very nice to Jerome. The girls weren't nice to you? Uh, they, I don't know. I don't know if they were being mean. 
I wasn't getting a lot of feedback. Here's what I heard. I heard him asking about our junk. Why would you ask no, about no, no. that? Hang on. Don't flatter yourself. I asked about Dubs' junk. Why? Okay, now, I already saw Hefe. I feel better. be honest with you. All right, here's Matt Albert. Do I have his music? No, I'm in this room today. Oh, damn it. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Are you having trouble breathing there, Matt? No, that, that's puke. I'm trying to swallow it back down. Yeah, you would, because you would want to eat it again, wouldn't you? <laughs> See, where was this wet at? Yeah, so where was that the last ten minutes? Where did you think? How was it, Matt Albert? Uh, It was the treehouse without the testosterone <laughs> or the 20 minutes of prepared bits. <laughs> uh, I wish there was some hairband music later, because it was missing something. All right, what was more cringe, that or Putin's game? Uh... Putin's game had less awkward pauses. At least there was laughing with that. Well, there was no one else in here. It was me. There was three girls with you. You could have done something with that. If that segment made you feel a certain way, how would it make you feel? You're talking to me? Yeah. Um, Let me go with uh, Hungry. <laughs> See, that actually made me laugh. Why couldn't you use that? I, I, you I can't have a fat kid at, you know, within arm's reach at all times to make fun of him. That's why we want you around. That's why Denise is there. But um, oh, she's not fat. She's hot. What's wrong with you? She's right, like a rail. That's not what uh, Chunk said. Anyway, let's go on from there. Uh, <laughs> now, how, did, how did it make you I, feel? You know my. You know what? I like I like taking the night off, Dubs. Why don't we leave and we take the girls with us and it's just Deuce Cho and Matt Albert. God no. <laughs> on the phone. That I could handle. Because I'd, right. I'd be the quick one. All right, Matt. Thank you. Matt, stick around. No. See, I need a guy like him to make me look better. <laughs> I miss you, you fat bastard. See you. All right. All right. I'd like to hear what the audience thought of you. I don't. 407-916-1041. there's any left. 888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. And here's the thing, though. I only want to hear the good stuff, because we know about the bad stuff. What positive can you say about their own? We'll give it 16 seconds and let the, uh... Yeah, uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Hefe, we miss you. <laughs> nice. It's hot. All right, here we go. Here's one. Oh, there's something nice. At least they aren't saying anything bad. It hasn't been 16 seconds yet. Yes, it has. And now. Okay, here's one. Here's one that's actually, it's up. Mmm. Did I give the numbers out wrong? 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 104 on your singular wireless phones. You're right. I don't think you gave them out right here. That that actually, I think that worked. Good job. It's here. Thank you. All right, so I do have to genuinely get caught up on what happened because I couldn't listen. I just didn't want to listen. Yeah. Why were you asking about J-Dubs' junk? Yeah, where did that come from? See, I'm not really sure. You know, one thing led to another, and I ended up talking about Dubs. I was very nervous. Okay, all right. Let's recap for a second. You were in here with three insanely hot chicks. Correct. And you were talking about a co-host's package. Yeah, I needed something to build my confidence. I don't even know what that means. Neither do I. 
But if it makes you feel better, Hefe, I did ask them all to take their shirts off. Did they? Oh, they started to, and I said, no, please don't. I was only kidding. He's killing now. Yeah. He's rocking it now. He, he can't be stopped. All right, here, let's actually talk to somebody. Todd, you're in the hideout on the radio. Hey, what's up? What's up, Todd? What hey, I just, I just thought, I thought those girls were giving him a hard time. They were but getting, uh, uh, when he did start asking about um, the junk, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd ask about that or not, but I still think they were giving him a hard time. All right, so the girls were actually, he said they were mean. It's not all they were giving me. I don't even know what you're talking about half the time. What's with the innuendos? What were they giving you then? Please explain. Well, he was talking about hard times. I was just saying what they were giving me. <laughs> and it wasn't times. Do you realize there were chicks in here and you were asking about Dubs' penis? That was after everything else failed. When all else fails, you go to my penis? Yeah. So could you? I wish the girls would do that, but hey. I'd like you to say you fall back. I On... fall back? Oh, you want me to say the complete sentence? Yeah. I fall back on Dubs' junk. All right, please get that one for me. We need that one. Isolated, please. All right, here's our buddy, Jimmy Jam. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, what's up, Hefe? Hey, the only good thing about that segment was there was actually girls there. That's the only good thing that happened. That was the worst segment ever. That was the creepiest dude ever, too. <laughs> That's me. But they were here because of me. We told them that, you know, I was going to be no, here. No, these two hot chicks are here because of the show. No, no, no. They and called we don't me, know they where me. you abducted this one they, from. Yeah. They called me. They said, you are going in tonight, right? And I said, uh-huh. I go, all right, we'll go there a little before you, so it... Did you, know. you say, yaha? Uh-huh? uh-huh. I sure hope not. Uh-huh. You said, yaha. Uh-huh. No, I didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you sit in this chair? No, I stood. I stood. It feels a little creepy, huh? I didn't... I did not touch the chair. I stood. He actually broke your microphone. All right. Joe, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Hey, um... Uh, he's gay. <laughs> He's definitely gay. Asexual, sir. That was the best call ever. <laughs> right to the point. I like it. Terrence, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, Terrence. Yeah, man. I don't know if it was just so bad that I was laughing real hard or if it was actually funny. But, I, think, uh, I think it was funny. I agree. No, I'm almost certain it was just like Dumb and Dumber 2. It was just so bad it was funny. Right. But in the end, we all win then, right? I honestly feel like we've lost listeners. Yeah, I think they will never return to us. <laughs> they really might not, and I, I wouldn't feel good about that. I think a few of them actually took their own lives because of that segment. They're right in the middle of it. I can't take it anymore. I I can't even handle turning the station right now. See, I, that's what I did. I went back there and listened to some Lincoln Park. <laughs> yeah, I've seen up what was our bu- with our buddy over at JRR. Yeah. I, I tried. John, you're in the hide. I don't roll radio. Hey, John. He actually wanted to say something nice about you. Why would you cut him off then? He wasn't there. John, hello? <laughs> I fall back on Dubs' junk. Hot. You see? It works. I'm telling you. Later on, she'll be thinking about it. Joe Russo, you're My junk. Out. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, buddy. I work night shift. I listen to you guys every night on the way into work. And I have to say, that was far and away the biggest pile of crap I've ever heard on the hideout. <laughs> And we see done, what you've done. We've done a lot of crap too. Yeah, if that's the biggest one. I mean, last, last night's game show was. Well, I don't know. See, he probably can't even remember last night. That's the problem. He has no idea it even existed. 
You're so uncomfortable. Uh, you know, after I talk, I notice that it's dead silence. Like, I need, like, a, a bed playing below me when I'm done talking. What's that? All right, Mike says, yeah, he's asexual. A sexually active gay dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, man, you told me. I'm coming in tonight, I'm bringing a hot chick. Well, that part was true. You did. And you were like, he even said, he told me, he goes, Hefe, he calls me like 3 o'clock, I don't even know why, bothering me. He goes, dude, uh, it's douche chill. <laughs> I would just throw my phone out the window right away. <laughs> he goes, I'd burn it. He goes, Hefe, it's douche chill. I just want to let you know, tonight I get over. Tonight's the night douche chill becomes a star. You're a brown star. Did you say brown or bronze? Your brown eye. We'll take a break. We'll uh-huh. come back. <sighs> Girls, don't leave. I know it yeah. was, was really tough on you, but don't leave yet. I, I really think they enjoyed themselves. Though. Okay, I they're, don't think we did. <laughs> they're not going to want to be sexually active for another year now. <laughs> they're thinking of becoming nuns because of that segment. We'll come back. Apparently, Chunks is at his location. Really? And he's ready to do a stunt. Nice. So we'll come back with that. Um, <laughs> all right. Petman says, get a better host next time. Uh, Terry Shiva would be better. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that segment really was the tubes. It's the Hideout Rover Radio 104.1. Back into the hideout, roll radio 104.1. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. By the way, reminding you, uh, we didn't do it last week because obviously we were broadcasting live from Slow and Low Barbecue, mm-hmm. but tomorrow night, open door policy. Uh, tonight, uh, we we do have some friends here. Uh, Denise the Peace, uh, Jenny is here. Um, another female friend is here. Her. Her is here. Her are her she 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 is here, and that douche showed the wrong. But right now, J Dubs, enough about them. We'll get back to uh, our friends in a second here in the hideout. Chunks is out and ready to do his bit. So he's out out with the little people right now. Are you at the the little people convention of America is in town? Yes, apparently it is. What? Hello? Yeah. So what's your idea? Uh, you know, I'm just gonna go up to a few people and just ask them some questions. Like, uh, about themselves, you know, and like what it's like and what this convention's all about. I remember you got to ask for their permission if they're going to go on the air. All right, yeah, definitely. You know, I know, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you know, I had this whole thing planned out. You got Sound lo- like it. You got lost. So how planned were you? Oh, uh, you know, I did get lost a little bit. All right, so are you going to approach anybody now, or do we need yeah. to just sit here and have a conversation with you? No, man, there's somebody coming up right now. Uh, here, hold 
Don't ask me. What are you looking at? Come bow down to me. That is the greatness. All right, what is he doing? Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? What? What are you doing? What are you doing? I think uh, I think the Rollins bit was uh, more comfortable than what's going on. Bow down to me. What are you doing? Talk to us, douche. Bow down to me. Oh, <laughs> damn. Hold on. Oh. Oh. What is he doing? Oh, I don't know what's hey. going on. Hey. Is he running? All right, I'm going to put him on hold. Someone talk to him. What's going on? I don't even understand what the bit was. I thought he was going to ask him questions, and then he starts making giant talk. Is he running around? What's happening? What was that? Does anybody know back there? Did he talk about this at all before he went out? I have no idea. Are you okay? Uh, you know what? Let's take a break. That was great. Good one, Chunks. Glad you got the night off for that. All right, so hold on a second. So he went out to ask questions. I thought he was going to ask how the convention was. Uh, apparently he stopped running now. What was he running from? I, that's a question you'll have to ask him. I have no idea. I didn't hear him even talk to anybody. No. I heard him say what a lot, like he was talking to someone. What? What? Alright, do you think... I think he's at the bar, and this is what he was trying to, you know, say he was doing so he could get time off. If he is on Orange Avenue, or Church Street, and said he was going to go down to the convention, and he's just running around in a parking lot, I'm going to beat his ass. What's he doing? Is he back yet? Is he able to talk? What was that? What was what? That whole thing. What are you doing? Oh, I went down here. Is this... I, wanted to, I wanted to pretend to be a giant in the uh, little people convention. I figured that'd be. I thought funny. you wanted to ask him questions. No, I didn't want to ask him questions. You... I just wanted to make fun of him. All right, I mean... so all right, so hold on a second. <laughs> little people. All right, Matt Albert's asking: Is this the week uh, for cringe bits? I guess so. So you were going to go, you told us you were going to go ask questions, and now that yeah. you're down there, you're saying you wanted to act like a giant. Yeah. That's, that's pretty funny, huh? Dude, I'm telling you, they got pissed. A lot of them just stared at me, and then actually, like, a bigger dude started chasing after me. Because I guess there's, like, big people here, too. <laughs> and they, uh, they started chasing after me. I'm embarrassed. I am. Yeah, I know, man, but it was pretty funny for a while. Surprised he didn't get pissed at first. No, 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 no. There was nothing funny about it. What? Because we we had no idea what you were doing the whole time. We just hear fee five fo fum, and then what? What? Oh God! And then ran. Well, you know, I was pretending to be a giant. On the yeah. radio? Yeah. You were pretending to be a giant on the radio. I figured. People Do I have know. the giants here? I figured people would know what fee five fo fum is. You know, it means you're a giant. Real people convention. What? You're more disappointed than Ron Dane. 
You are a giant. Dude, I'm done. Not doing anything. What's wrong? I, I really, I'm not kidding. This is this is for real. As I look around some, the room, some little dude staring at. Me. All right, shut up. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna tell you how you can make this up for us. Yeah. Run through there again. <laughs> not even. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him get his ass kicked. I'm trying to go back in. <laughs> Here's what I'd like you to do. A couple yeah. people in the IM are asking if we can just start the show over. Are there are there any cops around? Do we have a three hour yeah, dump? I'd like you to ask the cop to shoot you in the head. I can't have him do that. Just ask him. Oh, what was that? What's going on over here? Right. Did you hang up on him? Yeah. Good. Did I not beg and plead for you to have Sid come down instead of him? So, his idea of a bit tonight was to go out. And he said this was going to finally put him over. All right, well, I apologize to everyone here. It's okay. You don't have to apologize. All right, you know what? And I'm sick of you, too. <laughs> have you had enough airtime? David, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, all I want to say is can we go back to the uh, segment with the women? Because I think it was better. Oof. Oh, wow. All right, Dubs. Now it, just, it needs to be you and me. Yeah, we need to wash our hands of all of this. Here in the hideout, we tried to let our friends shine. <laughs> we tried to give Deuce Childrone some spotlight and then chunks. Hang on, I, I did not ask for that. This is not a planned Shut bit up. by me. Let's take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to make out with the chicks. Nice. You know, do real dude stuff. Yeah. Try to wash our hands of this whole thing. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. I'm lazy. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Coming down the home stretch on a Thursday night. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. <sighs> Boy. All right, Dubs, let's move on. Okay. Well, people want to talk about it. <laughs> I almost feel like that should be... Here in the hideout, here's what's going on. We've done this show for a while now, uh, obviously here and in D.C., and there are certain segments that we refer to as a segment we will never refer to again, and we have them numbered. I think we're up to six. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that should be six. Most times they involve um, a person's ass and... Marital aids. Or carrots. Yeah. I want to congratulate Chunks on for it the first time ever being whatever that was. Yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. Walter, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, I promise not to mention the bit, but I, I was curious. Does Chunks ride the special services bus to work every day? You know, it's a, I wonder if he gets discounts like at the movies and stuff. No, he just drives a pink car. Does he wear a helmet while he drives it? Just that hair. <laughs> Might as well be a helmet. From what I understand, he did go to school. Uh, he was in the class, the classroom next to the boiler room. Yeah. That had the red carpet. Red carpet room. Why was that? Yeah, every every tarred class had like a different color carpet than the rest of the classes. 
for and, some odd reason. And remember they always got to go to lunch early? Yeah, well, and uh, even though there was no line, they still ran to lunch, you know? There was no reason to run because there was only like six or seven of them getting out 15 minutes before the rest of us. I remember that, too. Like, whenever you were in school and they would, like, the parade Oh yeah. on the way to the lunch line. And it actually, when you think about it, it's kind of sad, too, because they had to eat lunch without everybody else just so that they wouldn't get made fun of during lunch. I don't think it was so they wouldn't get made fun of. I think, uh, well, in le- at least uh, with the uh, special needs people I come encounter with, they're very territorial. You don't want to sit at their lunch table if they come up like uh, after you're already sitting there and if that's their seat. They're used to, you know, a normal routine. Or if you're on the bus and you sit, like, in their seat, they go berserk, headbutting you, you and everything. How do you know this? Did you do it? Yeah, I've accidentally sat in a retard seat before, and he starts going nuts on me. I love how he calls them special needs when the chicks are here. I call them a retard then. I have nothing against it. Now you're back in your, your your flow. Yeah, I'm comfortable now. All right. I'm more fierce than a grizzly bear. All right, Bateman just sent me this. He goes, I just got a text from Chunks asking, are they pissed? Tell him to turn on his radio, and he'll hear how pissed we are. That that was his bit. All right, Dubs. Um... Denise the Peace is here. Yeah. And amazingly, she used to see something in chunks. I would say it was some sort of an attraction. Yeah, there was some kind of love there. What happened? Young love. I would love. say that you were wrong. What happened between you and chunks? <laughs> I think I think there was a little bit of a relationship that was beginning to blossom, and then you guys played basketball together, and it all fell apart. I think you're wrong. You never, You never found him attractive? No. Why did you want to go play basketball with him? Because he's an ass. He that doesn't make funny. sense. <laughs> does anybody here like Chunks? Aww. Putin does. <laughs> Amazingly, no one likes you, Putin. <laughs> Not even Chunks. All right, here, I'm going to talk about this. Because I wouldn't be able to talk about it off the air, but I'm going to talk about it now on the air. Okay. Do you remember two nights ago? And it, I said it in passing. But I, I was taken on MySpace, and I kept looking at a picture on MySpace yeah. saying, oh, my God, this is the hottest chick I've ever seen. <laughs> is that her? She's here. No, no offense, Denise the Peace, because cool. you are beautiful as well. Thank you. But Jenny, who you brought <laughs> with you, like two nights ago. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember? Yeah. I go... I'm sitting here, I'm looking at her picture. I'm th- cause here's- Actually, you were touching yourself at the same time. <laughs> it was kind of dirty. What do you think I was doing back in the green room during the Ron segment? Oh, Well, you the Ron is doing all the talking. Sick bastard. <laughs> no, but she was giggling. Ah. So I'm sitting here, and we- I don't even remember what we were talking about. It was yeah. something actually serious. Yeah, and you were just sitting there. And I'm sitting here, and the whole time I'm sitting here, and I'm staring at the picture. And I go, and we come back from break, and I'm like, I got to talk about this. I go, this is the hottest chick I've ever seen. She's gorgeous. She is very pretty. And now she shows up. Denise the Peace, last night I am, says, I'm going to bring a surprise for you. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's going to be panties or something. I don't know what it is. A, a nice thong that she wants to uh, to show off. And I knew that Denise has another friend on MySpace who I've chatted with before. Mm-hmm. 
And so I thought it was going to be her. But I walk in to the to the green room, and I see the niece, and I say hi, and I notice because on MySpace you can see pictures. Yeah. And the pictures, um, you can tell you know who everybody is. And then I notice that's not Denise's friend, the one I thought she was going to bring. <laughs> and so I'm looking at Ginny for a second, and I'm thinking, no way. And then it's like, do you know who I am? I'm like, yeah, you're Ginny from MySpace, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like she's you're, you're very creepy. I know. I, I think we've taken a new step there, well, and are uh, just a creepy show all around. But here's the thing: I, I'm okay with it. I wouldn't be able to talk about it normally, but we're on the air right now. When we go to commercial break, you'll know that I will run out of here like a little girl. <laughs> yes, he will. I have to go to the bathroom. We've talked about it before. Um, but now, I can't even look at her. Why not? Because I'm going to move this screen. I can't even Aww. look at her. I can't I'll stare at her. Yeah. Shut up, Duran. Yeah, you guys look at her because I can't. Now, here's what's awkward. Yeah. Other than ev- the last 45 minutes of this radio program. I am nervous. Are you really? I swear to Christ. About what? I, that she's here. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm in the seventh grade. Is this like the middle school dance for you? It is. Do you want to ask her to dance? No, I want to leave like I left the middle school dances. Aww. Will you dance with Hepe? No. I can't dance. Slow, Slow dance. dance. No. I'm not doing it. Just do it. I don't even want to look at her. I can't look at her. Come on. Don't be a wuss. This will be your dream. I, it, it will be kind of like middle school because you'll be pro- probably popping a Woody while he's doing it. <laughs> but, or are you already? I've had one for about a minute 45. I brought her here just for you, so you have to dance with her. I'm not going to dance with her. It's so awkward. Why? I can't believe that we have another 45 minutes to do with this show. All right, ready? Let's go. Yay. Come on. I'm not kidding you. Who are you? Are you the jock? Yeah, I think so. Are you outcast? He's the Freddie Prince Jr. in the hideout. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Really? I think he's the, uh, who was the nerdy guy in it? I never saw any of those. Brian Johnson was his name on the uh, what movie, movie? Are you talking about? Breakfast Club. Never heard of it. Never saw that. Just like I never saw the Goonies. You've never seen the Breakfast Club? Nope. You guys are insane. What was that? Judd Nelson. Who? I do. I. Right, it's about uh, like Saturday <laughs> Detention. Never had detention. You don't have to have detention to see the movie. Detention's I no, can't relate. Detention's no fun. What, am I going to watch a movie about detention? Why would I do that? <laughs> it was great. All right, I don't. Even, I can't even talk anymore. Now it's affecting my ability to be a talk show host. Jenny, you're hot. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, because then I'd have to leave, too. <laughs> I literally feel like I'm in the seventh grade. And this is... And I, let me say this, too. I want to say this genuinely. We've had a billion chicks that yeah. we've met over the course of our radio careers. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like famous people that we've met. And I've never been nervous or shaky to this point. Well, when you get the bully, you get the horns. <laughs> it's just awkward. Will you shut up in there? For some reason, now I'm getting nervous. What's going on I here? I don't know. <laughs> I can't even see what she looks like because of the reflection, and I'm getting nervous now. Thanks a lot. You come take a look at her. Better be worth it. <laughs> I'm telling Not you, even it close, is. Bud. You can leave the music yeah, on. Yeah, leave that on. I'm enjoying that. I'm rocking. 
Have you never been in that situation? Not really since middle school. I don't get nervous around. I don't get nervous anymore. around chicks either. Dude, Obviously you do. Well, now I do. I've talked to. You know who she reminds me of? Peanut. Thank you. <laughs> yep. No way. Yeah. His cousin. Yeah. yeah. All right, now it's just even worse. Now I find her even more attractive. Yeah. <laughs> you really think she looks like Peanut? Yeah, yes. definitely. I don't see it at all. Wait, well, so you're an archaeologist? Yes. That's hot. See, she's smart, too. Like Indiana Jones. Okay, now that you've said that, can I thank you? Because you've now just genuinely ruined any sexuality about her. Well, she can come in the back. Nah. If it's, if it's going to be weird for you. You really think she looks like Peanut? Yeah, definitely. I don't think so. Don't play the drop either. You feel so good. Oh, Thank Tommy. You, Tommy. You're so hot. <laughs> well, as much as I used to like you, now I don't anymore. <laughs> I still don't see it, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. No, I knew exactly what he was talking about right when he said it. I wasn't going to bring it up. Really? Yeah. Now that's creepy. <laughs> Yeah, it is. You want to sleep with your cousin? No. <laughs> what, Putin? How long's Peanut gonna be down here this time? Okay, this isn't Peanut. <laughs> Are you sure? This is this is someone different. I hope. That'd be really awkward. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. It's a Hideout World Radio 104.1. I gotta, gotta be down because I want it all. It out with a kiss. All right, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Hefe, uh, earlier today when we were doing prep for the show, believe it or not, we do, uh, We I was going out to smoke, and one of the cleaning people, we have a bunch of young guys here that uh, do some of the cleaning, and they found a FHM magazine. I in, saw this. You saw this too. I right, will go ahead and describe he, it. He, they found an FHM magazine in the trash, and I saw him about at six looking through this magazine, and I didn't really think anything of it. It's just a, a magazine, kid looking at it, and two hours later, it's like getting passed around like it's a Playboy magazine. It was like the holy grail to these people. I could never, I, I didn't understand what was going on there. Um. And it was just an FHM? It was just an FHM. What do you prefer, an FHM or you do prefer something where it's like the actual exposed? Like, you get to see everything. Do you like to I enjoy a, pl- a penthouse or something like that. I, I, I won't run a badge to an FHM, no. See, I have a tough time with a magazine. Just period. Period? Yeah. Even that kind of magazine? Well, not... <laughs> the thing is, is that with a magazine... You... There's nothing there. It's just a picture. You know well, what I mean? You can run your fingers across it. Well, no, You can't do really. that with a TV screen. That'd just be creepy. See, I need audio. I need movement. So with yeah. a magazine, I never understand. Not that kind of movement. Oh, okay. Tubgirl.com, by the way, oh, if you're over 18. Um, but I've. it's almost like you were, like we were just talking about last segment, like you were in the seventh grade. Where yeah. you're... I mean, were they passing around because they had funny jokes or what? No, I think they were like looking at the chicks and everything. Because he's, uh, one of them said, you can add this to your collection. It's kind of like a Playboy. They actually said that? Yeah. I didn't understand it. I, I mean, it's just, uh, 
FHM and everything, they have uh, some pretty funny articles in there, but I never get it just to, so I can, you know, do anything with the pictures. I actually saw one of them stop the other guy who was vacuuming. And show it to him? Yeah, and he's like, dude, you got to check this out. And it was just... Has he never been to a newsstand? Has he never been to a 7-Eleven and seen the big magazine rack? There's tons of them there. You know, the other thing, too, I noticed, they're starting to cover up, like, Shape magazine, like at Publix. Yeah. They got one of those covers on it. It's just Shape. There's nothing really there. I know they've been doing that for a while at, like, Walmart and that kind of stuff, like covering up the FHMs and the Maxims and that kind of stuff. Mike, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you say there, fellas? What's up, dude? That, that's the difference between generations in this country now. I remember when I was a kid or when I was a young man. You know, I'm not that old now, but I'm in my 40s. You know, me and my friends, we were young teenagers. You know, we were stealing, uh, stealing our dad's and our uncle's Playboy magazines and penthouse magazines. And you name it. I mean, some of the things we looked at we should not have been seeing. But now you see these young kids or these young guys in their 20s, you know, with an FHM magazine, and, and that's a big deal to them. That's nothing, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, that, I mean, I, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, we uh, we found this, um, like, this garage, and it had a bunch of porn in it. I don't know how my friend knew there was porn in there, but he knew there was. So we broke into it and stole all these videos. And the first one we pulled out and put into the video cassette was... Uh, plantation porn all in blackface it was one of the oddest it is in fallowville yeah it was all i, I want to ask the chicks who are here denise the peace jenny uh she i would even ask douche chill but god knows what he's gonna say i remember the same thing my cousin um the firefighter who's the firefighter in dallas mm-hmm. he uh God, now I worry about saying this because I know a lot of family listens back at home. Who cares? I well, your cousin's in the room. At I mean. this point. <laughs> I'm, I'm really going to ask you to stop that because that's like really messing me up now. Um, but what we would do is my uncle had this like huge like brown paper bag mm-hmm. with all this porn. And so we and it was like the old beta. And so we would go through there and we'd put it in the, uh, the Betamax uh, tape player. And you would mark the exact timer of when you know when it was, and we used to go through and we used to look at that stuff all the time whenever they'd leave. Usually, what would happen is they would go out on Saturday night, so we would watch that. We would watch the porn first, and they had a big screen TV, so it's it's three male cousins sitting around looking at this stuff, and then afterwards, as soon as they get home, we turn on uh, wrestling, like Saturday night wrestling, and that was like just every- as erotic. Then that was every Saturday night, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. But we would purposely go rummaging and seeing what the new porn was that they had. Did you chicks ever do that? Do you guys ever watch porn? Uh, a, do you watch porn? That's first. Now. Uh, nowadays, do you watch porn? But B. No? But B. Starting it? No. No? Okay. So you didn't even watch porn? Not recently. <laughs> but you have seen it. I have seen it. Okay. Yeah. Denise the Peace? Mm-hmm. I live with boys, so. She? Do you watch it? No. Not at all. I mean, I've seen it, but I don't watch it. Are you afraid of it? Are you afraid of porn? No. <laughs> well, then, when would I have the opportunity? Like, why would I do that? <laughs> what about you, Jenny? No? 
I mean, are, is it is it like is it dirty to you or? It doesn't bother me. I just don't watch it. What about you, Denise? The piece. What? Is, is it, it dirty? dirty to is you? it dirty to you or? I don't think it's dirty. Do you own any? I don't personally, but my roommates do. So you watch it? Just admit it. I just said I, I've watched it. All right, but hold on a second, though. I might not be like you. All right, but... when you were when you were growing, well, I download it constantly. <laughs> when you were growing up as a kid, um, did you ever go rummaging through your like your parents' closet and drawers and stuff to see if they had any? I wouldn't want to know if they do. You see, it wasn't like you know <laughs> when you were a kid f- trying to find it. You weren't trying to find it to see if they had it. You were trying to find it so you could watch it. And I, what you always did was uh, kind of put a timestamp in there to uh, kind of figure out where you needed to rewind back to so your dad didn't catch you. <laughs> and then we've talked about this before. You you begin to realize over time that where it stopped is where your dad stopped. Aww. Stopped. <laughs> and then you don't watch your parents' porn anymore. Nice. And then you, you come to rea- you realize what they're into, yeah. what their freak is. Feet. Plantation dirty, dirty porn. feet. But I guess that's something that's completely different then. Because I think every kid, I I don't know about you, douche chill. See, I don't think I ever outgrew that because... Uh, you still look for your parents' porn? <laughs> my mom's boyfriend's porn. I love to go looking through. Aren't you old enough to buy your own? But that's not fun. <laughs> I like to go looking through his. It's like a... That's dirty. Yeah. Is I it sh- like a quest for you or something? Yeah, I have to you know find it and then watch it. It's a treasure hunt. And sneak it back without anyone knowing. And what are you watching? Are you staring at the extras in the background? I mean, what are you looking at? What do you think I'm looking at? The bartender? The guy's The scenery. Hey, <laughs> you didn't completely finish washing that glass. Wait a second. All right, 407-916-1041. Going through it, finding imperfections with the cinema. Well, I, I remember I, that was one of the odd things when we were going, and we saw it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Because one of my cousins was like, wow, that that dude looks huge up there. <laughs> And and we were because we were like, what are you looking at that for? That's not what you would comment on. That's you know, I know it's a big screen, but I don't think that's necessarily what you need to be looking at. Is he mo now? I don't think so. I don't believe so. No. All right, hold on a second. We got some breaking news. Putin wanted to say something. Speaking of pictures, what do you got, Putin? Oh, I just want to mention there's a, an art share going on at City Hall. And I've got a piece in it, so I think it's on like the third or fourth floor. So if you're ever downtown yeah. and bored, you have some art over in City Hall. Yeah, it's it's art, kind of, I suppose. What is it of? It's a self-portrait. <laughs> <laughs> and you're selling it. I have to it? do it. I'm not. They asked to put a price on it, so I put a price. How on much? It. I I cut in half what my girlfriend wanted me to put on. How much? Fifty bucks. And your girlfriend wanted you to put a hundred bucks on it. Yes. Who would pay even fifty bucks to have your big ugly mug in there? Nobody. Uh, when it was at the when it was at my college, maybe you could be show, the I new fifteen dollars on. Maybe you could be the new dogs playing poker. <laughs> it's not that good. I would love that if for some reason he became the new face for everybody's house. So down at City Hall right now, Putin has a self portrait that's in an art show that you can buy for fifty dollars. Do you have any more self-portraits? Do you have multiples of these? He's on the phone. Who draws themselves, by the way, too? I don't know. Who thinks to themselves, I'm going to draw myself? What happened? Do you have more of these? Self-portraits? Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's what you got to do. Is it for a class? Yeah. 
Do you look in the mirror, or do you actually look at a picture of yourself to do it? No, pictures are cheating. you got to look in a mirror. So you look at, you stand in a mirror, and you draw yourself. Naked? For hours at a time. No, not naked. <laughs> Could you Spend a lot of time on the schlong. <laughs> Could you... Uh... Could you do one of these, like, for the hideout? Could you do... I, I'd like for him to do a self-portrait. Like, we send him into the bathroom. Could you do one in 30 minutes? I could do a rough sketch in 30 minutes. Not a rough sketch, but slightly resolved. What do you think? Send him right now? <laughs> It'd be better if I had paper and, you know, stuff. <laughs> do you want to do it tomorrow? Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. I was actually thinking about trying to paint one of you guys while you guys were sitting in here for four oh, hours. Oh, God. I don't like any pictures. I thought you would like an oil portrait of yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll take one. All right. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Where's Chunks? I don't know. He just keeps IMing me. Are they mad? Are they mad? Am I going to get yelled at? I'm so screwed. For the worst bit ever? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. 7-8-9-7-8-1-0-4-1. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Deuce Childeron and his uh, friend, she left. And, um... Was it really that awkward in here with him? Yes. yes. <laughs> Jenny and Denise? It really was. Yeah. Now that he's gone, I feel like we can talk about him freely. Yeah. Well, I think the worst part was just him asking about Dubs' junk, because he's really yeah. persistent. Did you guys give it a positive review? <laughs> I did. Thank you. <laughs> Oddly, he asked me that off the air, too. Uh, tell me about Dubs. Is he really uncircumcised? Did um, What else did he talk to you guys about? What else did he want to know about? He wanted to know the dirt on you guys. <clears throat> like, yeah, if we had any stories. Okay, from what? Like MySpace? Like we're exchanging some sort of uh, deep, dirty, dirty <laughs> secrets or something? Oh, he just wanted to know what we knew. I told him you were the best drunk I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I am a great drunk. <laughs> in fact, what? I don't know. You, get, you can get kind of annoying after a while. How? When, uh, like if I'm trying to get you to go home after you know, you've been drinking, well, trying, trying to wrangle you into the car. He did get really pissed at me once. Actually, okay, multiple times. Because when I get drunk, I tend to forget, like, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, others don't really matter to me anymore. <laughs> so I'm having a blast. You know, we got the music pumping. I'm feeling good. You know, whatever. And why leave? Why do we need to leave? Why do we have to ruin the moment? But he's tired, and he needs to get home, and he's worried about traffic and this and that. Well... It's better than going out with you when you're the designated driver because you don't want to stay more than a half hour. Yeah, I hate it. I'm not going to lie to you. Can At you least I stay out for like three hours <laughs> and let you guys have fun. Right. Yeah, because usually what we'll end up doing is we'll end up going to the bar or whatever. And since I'm not drinking and I'm sitting around with people who are drinking, it's not really all that interesting to me. And so I'm like, you know, I'm He's drinking. one of the most selfish people you'll ever meet. Well, because he's shy, too, when he's not drunk. That's true. Thank you. Thank you, so Denise my. How much do you see me talk when I'm not drinking? I sit over in the corner. Here's the thing. Here's what's odd about radio people. And I think the more that you meet, if you end up meeting more of them or whatever, we're really an odd bunch. Yeah. Because I've even talked to Jenny about this like via messages on MySpace. 
We're sitting in here, and I don't even know if you guys get a vibe for this. When we're sitting in this room, there's nothing else that's out there. Like, it's just us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so we tend to forget that people everywhere can hear what we're actually saying. (laughs) So, like, you know, when I was telling you how hot you were, (laughs) there's no way I'm telling you that off the air. Unless you're drunk. Yeah, and if I'm drunk, I'll tell you, and I'll say, show me a little something. Yeah. Are you going to? How about you show me the pants? But when you turn on the microphone, all of a sudden it's like, well... It's almost better than liquid courage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's better than taking a few shots. That's why we love doing drinking shows. Because that just doubles the fun. Yeah, now it's like it's over the top. It's like, And you, you probably notice our difference in attitudes from when the mics are on and when they're off. You know, we just sit here when the mics are off. Because <laughs> yeah, when you know what it is, just like in life, like mm-hmm. Dubs and I, let's be perfectly honest with you two hot chicks. We barely know you. You know what I mean? And so off the air, it's a situation of, all right, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. Hmm. What, you want to tell me about your job? Like I'm interested? Yeah. Not particularly. <laughs> but I'll listen. But I'll, I guess. I'll, you know. I'll grin and bear it. Way to win us but, over, guys. Hey, well, no, no. Worry about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're telling you what dudes are thinking. I know. And then on the air, you know, when we turn on the microphone, it's like we've got to acknowledge you because you're in the room. Don't we? Or do we ignore them? It depends on what's going on. A lot of times, too, I don't even look at dubs when we're doing the show. Yeah. We like to stare at the opposite corners of the wall. That's good. Mm. And just pretend. And manipulate ourselves. 407 <laughs> Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Joe, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Joe? Hey, Joe. Hey, Hey, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this website. Um, it's one of those over-18 websites. Mm-hmm. It's called snakesworld.com. Space World? No, snakes, like little slithering snakes. Oh, snake. Snakesworld.com. Snakes, plural? World.com. And right. there's also a lot of stuff in there, a lot of female stuff in there that the asexual gay guy might enjoy. <laughs> Have you ever played that game online, he, uh, female or shemale? No, I haven't played that one. Yeah. Have you? Yes. That one's a blast. Is it difficult? Yes. Yeah. It's really tough. All right. All right. Can you, Bateman, will you go to that link for me? I think it was snakesworld.com. Because here's what ends up happening a lot of times, too. We will, uh, people will just start sending us links. Mm-hmm. Like the lemonparty.org. Yeah. Um, you ever been to lemonparty.org? No. You'll love it. All right. Hold on a sec. All right. I'm going to show you guys. Hold on one sec. Got to be over 18. Is it as good as Tub Girl? Better. Oh, fantastic. I think I, I don't know. The girls may like it. It could be one of those things. Yeah. That's for the ladies. Yippee. <laughs> uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, let me try to go over here. All right, girls, close your eyes. Now, this is actually Dubs' favorite website. All right, here's LemonParty.org. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> nice. Is Chunk, are you guys back? All right, bring Chunks in. Where's Chunks at? Bring him in here. Chunks. All right, you know what? You, you do it from in there. By the way, if you guys were wondering, there's Chunks. That's what he looks like. Yippee. That's real life. <laughs> 
You going to talk to us? You going to put your headphones on and talk to us? You going to be a big radio boy? <laughs> how was the uh, how was the trip out there? How'd it go? It's not so well. What were you expecting with that? I mean, you had a gold mine right in your hands, and you ruined it. I mean, going out to a little people convention. Yeah. That could have been great. Could have been a lot of good stuff out there. Well, I pissed a few of them off. And that's all you wanted to do is piss some of them off? Yeah. And not make us laugh or make the audience laugh? Well, you know, I thought it'd be funny that I was pissing off little people. We didn't even know what you were doing. We had no idea. You said something completely different, and then you go out there and act like a giant. <laughs> you do one thing. Which, you... honestly, on paper, sounds funny. Hey, guys, I'm going to go to the little people convention, and I'm going to act like a giant. If you would have said that, maybe, even sold that up front, hey, I'm going to act like a giant. At the little people convention. That could be funny, but we had no idea right when you just broke into the fee five full fun. We had no idea what you were doing. And the heavy breathing, too. And the running <laughs> from whatever you were running from. One of the midgets got pissed. <laughs> so he's a midget. I thought they were dwarves. Whatever. Little Retards. Alright, why are you going to do that now? Do you realize how bad that sounded? And how we had no idea what was going on out there? Were you listening into the phone when you were doing this? Because we were trying to get you to talk. Are you listening now? <laughs> yes. It's like everybody on that side of the glass. No, well, not Bateman. Everybody's on delay. All right, I'm having deja vu. You've been having that a lot lately. I think I'm dying. I don't want to hear about it. I think I'm dying. Do you girls know what deja vu is? I mean, you know what deja vu is, but do you know what causes it? They say Caesar sometimes, actually. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I've heard uh, like a mini uh, stroke, too. Yeah. I think I'm dying. I'm not lying to you. You can't die. Why? We love you. Oh, you're so <laughs> But I, I genu- I'm going through this whole dieting thing and like these new pills, and I really, the, the deja vu is like insane right now. And I just had it. Chunks? Yeah. Would you like to apologize? I apologize for my horrible bit. And calling me fat. Yeah, because Denise the Peace <laughs> is not fat. She's very hot. I don't remember calling her fat. <laughs> that's what Matt Albert said. Well, that's Matt Albert. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back. Wrap this up. By the way, tomorrow night, open door policy. From 9 to 11 o'clock, you can come on into the hideout. And um, do we give away any prizes tonight? Do you have a game show that you want to do? All right, maybe, sure. we'll, maybe we'll come back with a game show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on the singular wireless phones. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, we were talking to Jenny during the commercial break, who's a friend of Denise the Peace. Yes. Hanging out here in the Hideout. And um, 
his friend on MySpace. By the way, everyone's at. Everybody wants to see you now on MySpace after oh, the way I've uh, been fawning all over you. She's actually, well, I'm not even going to give it away. But one of the things I noticed on your profile is that you speak like a ten languages. You say you like no ten languages. Which ones? French, German, Italian. Uh, I have limited Spanish. Um, I know heretics. What's that? Uh, I, I, you know what? I've never even heard of that one. That's Egyptian hieroglyphs. You know symbols? Yes. Can you speak symbols? No. <laughs> really? No. Do you know sign language? I'm learning it. Son of a bitch. Why? Why would you know all these? How do you know? Uh, here's the thing. Being a hot chick, why are you wasting all your time with this? Yeah. I was you can just sleep with a real rich guy. <laughs> I mean, really? Why, why, like, why take this time? I've always had a strange fascination with languages. Just languages? Languages, or? cultures, and music. I feel like I've been wasting time on just fascinations with breasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> breasts, retards. Uh, yeah. And, so, and we're sitting here, and you do a lot of traveling, right? Yeah. And so I'm sitting here, I'm talking to Dubs, I'm like, dude, don't you feel like we're wasting our lives? We're sitting here in a room, talking mm -hmm. to each other. And we don't even like each other. And you're going and seeing the world. She's going and seeing the world. And uh, what nationality are you? Um, I'm French, Slavic, Native American. It's always the mixes that are hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it's like? Mutts are always the best dogs. I'll <laughs> tell you what. But it's, dude, I'm telling you, it's completely true. I've said that. Uh, I've said that numerous times. Where you're usually taking the best of the different cultures and races and stuff, and it, it, it usually ends up good. And healthier. Mm-hmm. You like video games, too? Yes. Do you really? Yeah. All right, you know what's odd? You're a dork. I know I am. But she's like she's a... She's like the perfect girl, though. She's like a hot dork. Yeah. But like, So what What video games? Are you playing, like, EverQuest and that crap? Uh, I have played EverQuest, and I have played World of Warcraft, and but I, I prefer the Xbox. <laughs> really? We just yeah. smashed it. I like Box, too. Mm -hmm. I'd like for you to be my Xbox. Um, <laughs> I don't like paying for games. I'm sure you don't have to. You do? Well, if you play things like, like EverQuest, you have to pay $15 a month just to play the game. Wow, she's such a nerd, Dubs. Why don't you just open a webcam? They'll pay for everything. Yeah, for that's what you could do I now. I actually had one once. A webcam? Uh, like a pay one? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> it kind of pointed at my ceiling. All right. Did you, like, get nude for it and stuff? No. No? No. It's so odd, because if Putin were telling this this stuff, we'd be like, you're... Yeah, you're... Shut up, idiot. She's a female Putin. <laughs> she Putin. Don't do that to her. That's not nice. But no, Pooter. she... Pooter. <laughs> From now on, your name is Pooter. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, my God. All right, Matt makes an interesting observation, and he's right, because I know Denise DePeace likes video games. He goes, all the chicks in Florida like video games. You like video games, too? Yeah, but I like the sports games. Nice. Like that I like. The sports games are fun. <laughs> so, like, when you're overseas, do people hate you because you're American? No. I've never really had trouble. I mean, I've had a couple people that could have been standoffish, but after you start talking to them, they're okay. Do you want to play strip Madden? No. <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably play Strip EverQuest, whatever the hell that is. No. I don't think she'd play Strip anything. Why? 
So what are you into then? So like with a hot chick like you, what do you like? If a guy wanted to go on a date with you, what would be going on? How how would he get in your pants? I yeah. I don't know. <laughs> are you a virgin? I'm not discussing that. Yes, you are. Come on. Come on. We're in our own little world here. Nobody can hear us, Pooter. <laughs> Come on, Pooter. 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 Just a, a yes or no. Yes. You are? You're a virgin? What the? Wow. That's why I said I wasn't answering no. that. She is? Yeah. How old are you? You can't get any 24. better. 24. You know why? And here's why. I know exactly why now. I hope we're not making you uncomfortable. But if no we... dude's smart enough to unlock the... Uh... I'm not kidding, dude. Yeah. She's very hot. She's very smart. So, like, in your eyes, you're probably waiting for, like, a... Dubs to come along or something. I'm one in a million, sweetheart. Or a Matt Albert so they can lose it together. Oh. That's not a bad idea. I think it is. <laughs> That's a bad idea. So what's the longest you've gone out with someone? Days, uh, weeks, months, years? Have you ever had some a boyfriend for over a year or anything like that? No. No? No. Why not? Um, are you, do you usually fa- they don't like the fact that I travel. Now, are you waiting to get married or... No. No? You just hadn't found the right dude? Mm-mm. No, they lose interest and then I end up skipping town and then they really lose interest. Really? I'm interested right now. But <laughs> get me while I'm hot. But here's the, here's the thing too. You got to think if you are your boyfriend or whatever. You got to think. All right, she hasn't given it up yet. So if she's going out of town, it's not like it's something you got to worry about. You know what I mean? I would though, because I'd be like, what if some guy somehow like tricks her into it, and I put all this time in, and now I look like an idiot. Yeah. God damn, dude. I'd ask for a down payment. <laughs> Look at everybody perk up now. Hot 24-year-old smart virgin. Aww. I could care That's less. Insane. What? I couldn't care less. <laughs> That's Tommy's game. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> I'm not interested. Yeah, not at all. There's girls here I didn't notice. All right, people want to know, are you a... Well, that's a little... All right, are you a, tech, are you a technical virgin? What's a technical? Hey, is it just... Idea? Have you ever done any extracurricular stuff? Hands, mouse, anything like that? Everything but the actual... But? No. No? No. You haven't done anything? No. You never touched one? <laughs> how, how close have you been to one? <laughs> Would you like to see one? <laughs> Because I'll untuck mine for you if you like. Because at this point, what's it going to take for you to get close to a dude? I, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't like guys. That wow. That was well, mean. no. How was that mean? It wasn't even meant to be mean. He could be right. Have you no, thought about that? No. See, that would be the worst thing ever. If someone like you didn't like dudes. And none of us got a shot, so what does it really matter? I'll still try. And try hard, I will. You ain't playing. I can't wait for this show to end. <laughs> now that I got all this kind of information, well, my you goodness. Come with us this weekend. Huh? You come with us this weekend, you might have a good shot. Where are we going? Bush Gardens. I'm not going to Bush Gardens. <laughs> Unless Bush is where we're going to get here. <laughs>
<laughs> By Bush Gardens, Bush. you mean. <laughs> right. God damn, I wish we'd known all this earlier. All right, we'll, we'll pick this up tomorrow, then. We'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Yeah, we need to be in tomorrow. Congratulations, your third mic. Um, I know you're you, hired. I know you. We were actually good interview. Oddly enough, we were looking for uh, hot chick in ten languages uh, right. to, add, to add to this show, <laughs> so it worked out perfectly. All right, people, they want pictures of you on the website. They want your uh, MySpace profile. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. She's actually hideous, guys, for real. <laughs> like a female chunks. <laughs> Hot. Yeah, you and that too. <laughs> Whatever. And you too, Denise the Peace. Sorry, we've met you before. I know, I'm not special anymore. It's okay. <laughs> I'll throw it to you too. Whatever. <laughs> if Thanks. I'm, now I'm all worked up. I gotta go slam my junk in a car door. <laughs> You're not kidding, man. How the hell am I falling, <laughs> How the hell am I falling asleep tomorrow night or tonight? I got. I can't wait till tomorrow. I just wanted. I just can't wait for tomorrow's show. All right. Uh, thank you to everybody. Thank you, Jenny or uh, Pooter, <laughs> Denise the Peace, Deuce Chill, and she who came in. Um, you suck chunks, Putin. You did all right tonight. Go see Putin's picture. Go buy it for fifty dollars down at City Hall, apparently. And uh, Hooch, I didn't even know you're here tonight, so it's, it's good to see you. We will see you guys back tomorrow. Open door policy from nine to eleven. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg middays and the Phillips file in the afternoon. Think for yourself. Question authority. Stay classy, Orlando. We out. Five thousand. Five thousand.